in um when we do um our camp battles. Camp battle. Okay, man. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, Parley Pete? I'm doing fantastic. How are we doing, Big Baby the Goat? It's great to see you, man. You know, it's so funny how we have to do this fake, hey, how are you doing, like to start the podcast, as if we didn't just spend probably 30 minutes talking. <laughs> it's for the people, right? I mean, on screen, on, you know, somebody's radio, they listen to podcasts, all this stuff. So it's a proper greeting. Yeah. Hey, people, we do the prep around here. We fucking prep. Right. And I was not supposed to cuss that early. You made it. We need we need to get a, a buzzer for something like that too. I got to rework the whole sound panel because I definitely forgot to to do the Stone Cold Steve Austin thing I was going to add because I just thought that would just be cool for when we start. Just you just hear the glass shatter. Yeah, like you know, it's, you know, I'm going to go YouTube and just pull it up anyways because I like it. Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, theme song. Yeah, there you go. YouTube loves it. By the way. At Raider Stadium. Is it everything that, that they said it is? There's so so the seats they gave me, and this was great because it's in comparison even to the seats I have. From a club perspective, they were literally the club seats. Okay. They're they're like bar area, like not on the field and stuff. It's way better than ours, but in their bar area elevated. Yes, it is. It's like, yes, it's elevated. It's under like the two hundreds really is what is it's under like 200. And then you go down into your seats. I think theirs was cooler and better, but I actually think like the seats, Falcon seats are better. I think the Falcon seats are better. I think it's a better view of the game. Okay. And coming up, like, I think it's better from that perspective. But all in all, I love the outside. Of course, you're in the desert. Like, it it was really nice. That Death Star, it's a beautiful, like, the stadium is really nice. Um, you got to walk up a bunch of stairs to, like, it kind of like rocky stairs. Like, somebody could work out up there, out there if they wanted to, seriously. Uh, similar to here, they block off the street. That, yeah. one, one thing that was really cool, they have water stations. Because it, you know, gets so hot out there. Well, you can just go and get the fan and the mist in your face. Well, water, literally. I like water bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cups. Cups. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was very nice. It was a very nice touch. Uh, of course, and they also water. know everybody out there is coked up too. Well, that and that, or hung over, one or the other. And the water, though, of course, it's not like cold because it's been no. sitting for as long as they put it out there. But it wasn't hot either, so. It was appreciated regardless. If, if if you're somebody like like I prefer cold water over room temperature, but I, I know some room, room temperature water right here. Yeah, give, give me cold water. I like I like my water cold, but I, I will drink room up. temperature. And it was just slightly above room temperature because it'd been sitting in the sun. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you were at the uh, the Raiders uh, preseason game. You know, you're a better football fan to me because you consume preseason football. Uh, uh, we were sitting there getting hammered. It, it, we literally, first of all, tickets were free. MGM, shout out to MGM, shout out to uh, Sarah, my rep, the best rep in Vegas. Yeah, sponsorship. We, uh, you know, I that's something I could probably talk to her about. You know, if we could start getting, I mean, because shit, then we could run our odds through MGM. Like, that's a legit. Hey, dog, shut up. Dogs are barking. 
Not Big Gucci. Uh, I don't know if it's Gucci or Ghost. It sounds like Ghost because Gucci has a deeper bark. Like like Gucci Man. <laughs> oh, Big Guap. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, you were in Vegas this past weekend. I had the pleasure of being in Albany, Georgia, and let me tell you, I did nothing. But this this weekend, Sunday night, we got a Pleasure P Tank and Genuine coming into town. Come to the old fairgrounds. And I know that's going to be possibly the biggest concert of the year down there. Uh, probably. We had SWV and Charlie Wilson earlier this year. It's a good R&B city. There, yeah, I was well. Clearly, that seems to be the preferred selection of music in that part of Georgia. Yeah, we had a uh, Life Jennings a couple weeks ago. Okay, must be nice. I'm uh, not a life guy. Me neither. So I'm gonna take this bad boy out there since it's at the fairgrounds and uh. Be out there singing, not a clock, home alone. You know, all that good stuff. Well, you almost got to get up there. You know, it's, you almost got to get up there and be like Tommy Davidson and Juana Man. You know, because right. that, yeah. Tommy Davidson and Juana Man seems like the type of person that would live in Albany. You know, big, colorful suits, gold teeth, a couple chains, and then, you know, thinking you can talk to every chick, like, you know. Well, no, I joke and said, like, I really want to go in, like, a linen suit with the black uh, closed-toe sandals and a pack of uh, a Newports yeah. and a Kangol on and some gold chains showing and just have a have a Newport in my mouth all night. Kango, Kango or straw hat? Ooh, that's real farmery. <laughs> when in Rome, right? <laughs> And, and and you know and you could even add some class to because you've got the Morehouse uh, hat, right? I need a new one. I don't have one any, anymore. I lost mine too. Somehow I don't know. I should probably order that before homecoming. You're not gonna wear that at fucking homecoming. No, because uh, it's assumed I'm an alum. Well, and then everybody will know when you, when you're walking around and dapping up random ass people. Everybody's gonna know you went to school there. I mean, granted, yeah. there's gonna be a lot of Atlanta, just Atlanta people there, but at the same time. <laughs> Everybody I don't know. They charging cover this year. We went to school there. <laughs> they charging cover this year. It's gonna be different. I bet motherfuckers still come in there. Now, question is, if they gonna be charging, is security gonna be? We got we got the metal detect. Can we make sure? I mean, we know uh, that you know you open carry. So I, th- I think they're just trying to uh, contact trace for COVID. But I don't think open carry applies on a college campus. Now, really, I don't think any niggas gonna just be shooting shooting up homecoming, but niggas. We got to make sure somebody's not strapped. We're still in the West End, guys. I mean, I mean, they've never checked that, and w- there's not been a homecoming massacre, has there? They're not to my knowledge. No, 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 no. They just happened two blocks over. I keep forgetting. Right. Once everybody gets back to their car and they realize it got broken into, which is why <laughs> I will be walking, and that is one of the greatest parts about living over here. My ass is walking there, or I'll get an Uber. One or the other. And I will probably walk from your house. Yeah. Oh, and I haven't even got it put together yet. We're gonna put together a nice pregame. Cause we're not I'm not getting there till about two, three. Maybe yeah. Well, no, fuck. I keep forgetting we have you got the tent. Yeah. I still am not gonna get there 
I might help set up, of course, but like, well, it's not even a mic. I know I am. They're gonna make my ass. But um, but but still, I will be coming back here. I'll be more so using my car probably. And because I live the closest, all the stuff will probably be stored here, maybe the day before, and then that's how it'll get set up. Yeah, I'll I'll probably um, you know, I'll talk to 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 my mom about getting some uh brews uh you know to bring through. And I'm probably gonna uh depends on what y'all plan. I was thinking about bringing a, a tri-tip to be thrown on the grill. At least one, you know. So so this is the thing. Now I don't I man, we're a grilling ass family. We love grilling. Okay. But every time we've done this, we always cater. If, okay, if y'all are catered, then never mind. Or but here's the thing too, I'm open to because we just put it on a, you know, the flame and stuff. We could probably cook it the day before. Now, steak feels like something that you don't want to do that. But like, you know, dogs and stuff. Stuff that... Yeah. So if, if y'all cater it and I decide to do a tri-tip, I'll probably do it I'll probably do it that morning before we go out there. Fair. And I have a grill here. There's a grill here. Perfect. Yeah. You know I'm unofficially asking for your couch, right? Without asking for your couch. <laughs> You'll be, you're good. I've got, let's see. Je, well, only because I know Justice will probably stay here. So he'll take the, the bedroom. But you know, obviously, I still got my blow up. I've got. Here, so I've slept on your floor. I've, I've slept on your floor before. Well, that's what I'm saying. I've got, I've got multiple couches in here. So you're, you're in good hands. I promise. I slept on your floor. <laughs> you're you're going to be in good hands. I, my question is, is Josh Holsey going to be making it down? You know what? That's a frugal motherfucker. Let's call him and ask him. Stand by, guys. We got Josh Holsey coming. He's probably not going to answer. Either, either that or we're going to hear his voicemail say, this is Josh. Leave a message. Yo. Hey, you're on the pod. Are you coming to homecoming? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, bet. That's all we wanted to know. Uh, all right. Hey, Josh. <laughs> wow josh holy coming to homecoming you know what it is his dad's gonna be here yeah okay and that's why he's like he's like well mom and dad are gonna be here and plus I, his brother has probably never experienced it with him is his brother gonna come down I mean, maybe I, I mean he, he just got his white coat he, he doesn't have time for a homecoming shenanigans one day they got the money to do that turnaround shit. They got it. <laughs> I know they do. And so if, 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 if they all going to be down there and they want to make it a family affair, that brother. Yeah, bring Jordan and, and he can do his, he can bring his app to the pregame. And we'll run his app. It will literally be a turn and burn. And in, in his world, that one day during med season will be considered a his siesta, you know, um, I mean, well, he's 23, 24. He, he, he's built for this. Apparently so. Because obviously, Josh had said him and Nico, were they were all out there at San Diego bars. And so, if you can survive the San Diego bar scene. Josh Holden. Man, we, boy, we got so twisted. Let's move on to these topics, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> before, we get, before we get into this rabbit hole of. Uh, things we don't need to be talking about on air. Fair. Uh, so Deshaun Watson's uh, 
suspension came down today, agreed upon by the NFL and the NFLPA. Uh, 11 games and a $5 million fine. Uh, Deshaun's camp put out earlier that they would accept uh, an eight-game suspension. So we knew that they were posturing and they wanted something around, you know, they were accepting something around 10 or 11. That makes sense. The NFL said they wanted the entire season. Uh, I didn't think that was going to happen because of the, I mean, there wasn't anything legal. So I didn't think they would give them the entire season, despite the number of of of, of ladies who who filed suits against him. I think the NFL put out the indefinite suspension to to help people in the public to make them feel like they actually care about women and, and women's rights, and they only care about women's eyes and dollars. Um, and Sean Watson is still clinging to his innocence. Um, but I, I say this suspension did what the NFL needed it to do because nobody's happy here. Thoughts? It it did do what it needed to do. Plus it showed, you know, Robert, Roger Goodell came out and was like, oh, no, we're not letting this guy get off light. That's light. Just six games? He's like, that's bullshit. That's basically what he said when he came out and he called him a predator. He's like, he's like, that's bullshit. Now they did it, and then he now he's just kind of like, fine. <laughs> so, and then Deshaun obviously gets to miss practically a majority of the season, saves the day, and then of course, ironically, the game that he gets to return in is a probably going to be a moneymaker for the NFL because he returns to Houston. So it aligns with everything that you thought the NFL would want to get out of something like this, and that was. More punishment to show that, hey, we're, we're I promise we're trying to do better. You know, we know that y'all aren't going to stop watching regardless, but, you know, 11 games in, we're talking about November. You know, at least there's not going to be any protesting to start the season, <laughs> you know. Um, and so I think it, it, it ended up working out for them. So I'll tell you some things that uh, I guess in response to it, right, that made me just be like, bruh. I don't think you people get it. Um, you know, Deshaun came out and pretty much said that he was innocent. He's ready to move on with his life. And some responded to that. Well, you settled these lawsuits, so that means that you're guilty. No, it means that you're rich and you want to save money and you want this to go away. I'm not saying that that's the right thing to do if you care about, like, the whole moral view of what he allegedly done. But he was ready to move on with his life. And once he got that 230 M's guaranteed, he's like, you know what? Yeah, we can we can we can pay this out, undisclosed agreement, and keep it pushing. When you get charged with stuff, it's the complete opposite of the comment that any publicity is good publicity. When you're charged right. with something, any type of publicity like that is bad, no matter if it's false or not. The fact that it's brought up is something that will be on your Wikipedia page for the rest of uh, history. <laughs> Bringing up Wikipedia. Wikipedia page, rest of history. You will always be synonymous with this. Like Ray Rice hasn't played in the NFL for years, and the only thing that anyone will ever take away from his career is not how good he was at Rutgers when he he was invited for the highs. He was great at Rutgers, won like 12 games that year. Greg Chiano got a gig was the running back on a Super Bowl championship team for the Baltimore Ravens, had like four straight, you know, 1,200-yard rushing seasons. Nobody remembers that. Nobody really cares. They're going to remember that he fucking, you know, knocked his wife out. You know, she, he well, not that his dead fiancé. 
That guy is then fiance who married him and is still with him to this day. Yeah. And one thing I, I, I hate to say it when you think about Jay-Z and Beyonce, one of the things that a lot of people will always think about is that video too in an elevator. When you think of them as a couple, yeah, you'll think about, man, they're, they're wealthy, like great, whatever as artists, uh, great business people. Like, yeah, you will think about that. But I think when people think about it, one of the first things that always will pop in your mind is man, why did his sister go so berserk on him in that elevator? And Beyonce just sat there and watched too. And uh, they're just stuff like that. <coughs> always be thought of like, just when you see something, one person that's covered it up pretty well, I'll say is uh, Joe Mixon. Most people don't even really think about, and, and maybe it's because it happened so early. Happened he did in college, there's no video. There was a video. Well, it ain't getting no spins. Bro, he socked the hell out of that white chick. Oh, he did. Did she call him bro, a nigga, though? His, his shit was way... I thought that his punch was significantly worse than Ray Rice's. But didn't she call him the N-word? That's what... And that was always a ledge. And, so, and maybe that's why it went under, because it's like, well, now we got race involved, and white people are like, well, look. Let's leave this one alone here. You got away with it, but we still getting your your asses out of here. But, but and you know, some people will say that Deshaun Watson deserves what Ray Rice got, right? Because essentially, he got suspended, he got cut, and nobody picked him up again. And because of where he was in his career, there was an argument to say that. Well, I mean, he's a running back. At the end of his career, little controversy. Ah, he's not the juice isn't worth the squeeze. But we know Ray Rice had some football left in him. I've watched Falcons running backs. I know he had some football left in him. You know, well, we've, and, seen, we've seen those Falcons running backs get jobs, i.e., Devontae Freeman. Yeah, at, yeah, at, in Baltimore. You know, so I here's my issue. My issue is with people and their virtue signaling. You know, people who want any company right to operate on this high moral you know on this moral high ground i'm not saying that the dirtiest of the dirty and the vile of the vile i don't i'm not saying i would employ them but if somebody else will and they want to give them their money that's not my problem you know like i was listening I purposefully listened to what the Ringer uh, NFL show put out because they had two women talk about it. Bill Simmons, you aren't slick. We know what you were doing. You were showing the world that you – let me have my two women uh, talk about the Deshaun Watson thing, right, because everybody will know that we we are anti-sexual assault, anti-sexual misconduct, which all of us should be, right? But, again, once something has happened and it's – some point both the victim and, and, and the perpetrator have to move on you have to move on i'm not saying to say when you move on but you have to move on with your life eventually right uh so they put that stuff out there and they're like i want to know why what what the haslam family feels about having this guy at the face of their franchise they feel nothing they gave the man 230 million dollars knowing what he was alleged of doing and he they, never, they don't care exactly he never and the boy play ball and and here's the thing too, he really is getting charged with indecent exposure. Like that's really what this sounds like more than anything. 
there's nobody that's come out and said he grabbed my hand and told me jacket bitch nobody nobody is saying that he did that nobody's saying that once they got offended that he punched them like there's nothing like that all it is is he made me feel uncomfortable because he showed me his penis and was expecting me to jack him off. Well, uh, no, because, some I, of them, because he hired me to give him a massage. Some of them he did he ejaculated in those sessions too. But they did it. What were they? Well, I think some of them. He, he, I think I think one I read where he like actually beat off and like the cum got on oh, the girl. Well, see now that is. Well, hold on. So she just sat. I don't want to get to this Dave Chappelle R. Kelly thing. I, but that's like the first thing I'm thinking of is just like, so let me get this straight. He was beating his dick and you were uncomfortable. You didn't leave. And then you let him shoot. Like, let's make some, come on, man. And, 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 and it's not, look, Dave Chappelle, he never got canceled for this. And this was a 14 year old girl, right? Dave Chappelle came out and said, even at 14, you know, to get the fuck out of the way, unless you wanted that to happen. And so. Look, we're men and we've never been in those situations before. So we don't know what it's like to be a woman wearing a strong and powerful rich guy who's going to pay us a bunch of money to um, get provide services. And he, and he wants a little bit more. We don't know what it feels like and how hard it is to leave that situation. But like, that's the same way I feel. I go like, hold on. It wasn't strong arm rape. Like he didn't like overpower you. He didn't touch you. It sounds like, like I get, unless Pack yeah. your bag and leave the hotel room. And, and remember, too, it's still all alleged. Yes. Too. Yeah. And that's going to be proven. Because oh. certainly, certainly if semen was shot on her, the first thing I would do is not wash those clothes. I, well, nobody's thinking about that, and I get it. Like, like at the time, like, you're just in shock, I imagine. But, like, you, you want to know what I think really happened? Long, you know how things work, and if anything – the, there's more money in that and and probably than what they settled in it's probably more money in that if you had the evidence do you know what i think actually happened the texans knew what he was doing I, of course they did they, they had the ndas on file they yeah. had the ndas they the one gr- the one girl who made the allegation they knew about her obviously when he decided he didn't want to play they had people Associated with them, that lawyer, the lawyer who represented them, who lives allegedly lives in the the owner's neighborhood. Hey, here's a list of people. See what you can find. Exactly. That's what I truly think happened. And, and, and I'm not saying that to say that he did not do anything wrong. I'm saying that it was all a response to him not wanting to play for Cal McNair. And Jack that's, Easterby. That's a good theory, though. Like, I mean, they weren't going anywhere. It was all downhill after Kansas City came back and beat them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, because remember they were up like twenty-one to three or something like that in the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kansas City scored like fifty straight points or some shit. It was nuts. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, they ended up getting blown out. That's what made it even more wild. They got blown out. But like, um, that's. I mean, I I could see that being the case. And again, I, I say that not to to defend Deshaun Watson. I say it to say that it's not as cut and dry as it appears because too much happened too soon after he decided he did not want to play for the Texans. 
And then when we when we find out that the Texans were complicit, you go, oh yeah, this is it should be obvious. We don't need the Hardy Boys to figure this one out. All right. <laughs> and, Scooby and Shaggy on it. All right. And 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 you know, and but there is still a chance to, of course, it was a snowball effect of things. That yeah. being just the first kind of domino that fell. And then it's kind of like because obviously they knew they could get the compensation without that coming out, but it would have looked way worse if they traded them and then it came out, especially with that NDA stuff. And so mm-hmm. it was just a bad marriage. And, 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 and I know that they were upset about the idea that, wait a minute, you took the contract and then now you don't want to play here after taking the contract and knowing what it was. Cause who was the coach? They hired David Cullen, right? Last year. Well, no, no, no. They hired Cully late. But he wanted Bienemy, and they didn't uh, have Bienemy on their short list. And then they added him later on after he publicly complained. Yeah, and because Bill was the coach, right? It was Bill, Billy O'Brien, and they fired Bill O'Brien. He should have been fired years before. No, no, no. they should have kept Bill O'Brien as a coach. They should have gave him all that power. I'm with you on that too, but. But once they gave him the power, they had to fire him because they couldn't take the the personnel responsibilities away from him and expect him to actually stay. Yeah, it just it it it's one of those things where I think I'm glad that and I like you said, everybody wins here. The Texans are glad it's over. They got their picks. Uh, which who do they turn that into? Because they they got uh Stingley as their actual pick, but they turn it into a player. They got Davis Mills, who, for all intents and purposes, can still be a guy. He can be, you know, I, I, I don't Ohio have, Davis Mills. I don't have superstar written over him, but I think he's got a. I hate to say with that NFL meme page, but he does have a Kirk Cousins type ceiling, in my opinion. He can be a guy that puts up pretty good numbers and gonna win you nine games. You probably should put some real pieces around him, but I could see him being a guy that could thrive with the right people around them. Absolutely. So to close out this Deshaun Watson piece, the NFL did what they needed to do. They 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 signal that this is unacceptable uh behavior. And at the end of the day, he got suspended for he lost five million dollars. Eleven games and lost five million dollars pretty much for staining the shield. That's what it boils down to. He stained the shield. But real quick, it's nuts that he Got like the biggest fine in like NFL history. That's what I said. I mean, I just I'm and only because that dolphin shit was so recent to where I thought about it, and I was just like, I was like, man, and that's why I didn't agree with the the whole ruling. Like, but what's five million dollars to a guy with a two hundred twenty plus million dollar guaranteed contract? I mean, thirty million guaranteed. He's gonna miss out on like nine hundred thousand. You know, it was like 600K is what they brought. Because it's only a $1 million base salary. Yeah. It's like 600-something K. They did it on uh, 92.9 earlier. They they said the dollar amount. It's like 600-something K. I mean, come on, man. Like That man got paid, what, 10-plus mil for not working last year? He got, he got more than that. Because he got a signing bonus, too. Well, he had, th- that was the first year of the contract. I, I think this year was going to be the first year of new I think this year was going to be the first year of new money. He just got the uh, they ripped that up altogether, though. Well, yeah, they ripped it up, but this year would have been the first year of new money, so he did get that signing bonus. But let's 
But he had the option. I'm saying the fifth, the it was more than ten million dollars he got. Either way, he got a bag. Is the point we're making? Yeah. He got a bag to yeah, get paid bukus and money to chill out with his girlfriend. If <laughs> she's she wasn't gonna leave, she just wanted to blow over too. You know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shit. You think she blew him over so it would blow over faster? She gave that man a massage that night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we didn't hit this last week. And I didn't think it was that important. But Brady taking two weeks off in the middle of training camp. Isn't that weird? He's not retiring. So I yeah, I, they said it's personal. I mean, we don't know. He's he seems like a relatively private person. I mean, that could be his mom might be sick. I know that like he did that one time, like she was sick too, like like during Super like that two weeks before the Super Bowl, like he had like taken time off one time. He could be his dad. I mean, we don't know, but like, uh, it's Brady. I, I just, I don't think it's that big a deal in general because of who it is. Well, and here's where it gets weird for me. Uh, Top Bowles came out and said it was it was agreed upon prior to training camp, but then it's being reported as a family emergency. Do you think Brady's on vacation? and he had planned his vacation when he retired, and he wants to keep his home happy. So he's doing this last push before the season starts. Because I'm sure Giselle's probably not happy that he came back because the ownership piece fell apart. They're too paid. I just, no. So to answer it in short, no. I I, I don't think he's on vacation <laughs> because TMZ is everywhere, and anyone that spots him will say so. Tom Brady, when have we ever seen Tom Brady on vacation when he didn't post it? When do we see LeBron? When do we see LeBron? Situation like this, it's different. I mean, guys want privacy, but and 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 the the question would be, you know, because somebody probably sees him. I just think it's really hard to not go unnoticed. But, I mean, we don't see every celebrity every day, and they have to step out. They don't just sit in their house all day. So, like. Bro, they got they got uh, Uber Eats, man. Yeah, but I'm just still. Was that Trey Songs? No. Nah, this is a breezy podcast. Oh, okay. It's that privacy, man. I didn't listen. Exclusive is his best album, but um, Brady. No, I, I don't know what the why he's out, but I don't think it's a big deal. It's Brady, man. Come on, he's gonna be ready. So boils over into after the third preseason game, then the concern will be, well, what's the issue? Kyle Trask, baby. Have bucks over under. Maybe. Yeah, we'll change that one. Right. So I honestly don't think it's a big deal either. Even with Julio coming there, Julio's a vet, Brady's a vet. They figure it out. And we saw what Brady did with the COVID offseason, you know, won a Super Bowl, built chemistry like no one else. You know, a quarterback that is struggling to build chemistry right now, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers called out his young receivers um a couple of days ago and 
it's got mixed reviews, but it kind of goes counter to what Aaron has done. Uh, you know, recently in his in his, in his career, like he usually doesn't uh, he doesn't really call out his receivers. You know, he doesn't really say anything directly, especially to the media. Let me see if I can get the clip for you. Um, There's a better chance he calls out a coach than he does a player. Here we go. Rogers things calling out his. Well, are you gonna play the quote there, Mister YouTube guy? Here we go. The most reliable guys that are out there. You know, if you're going out there and dropping the ball and, and somebody else behind you is in the right spot all the time and catching the ball, that guy's going to play. Now, some of the big media members may try and flip. You know what? I don't have a problem with him saying that because, you know, some people say, well, shouldn't that be handled privately? Do you not think he's thrown balls into the dirt or threw fastballs at people <laughs> from three yards away? <laughs> For fucking up, <laughs> they know he's pissed. There's that, and then he's he he is the leader of that team. He is the face of the franchise. He has been. He's the probable. Well, Randall Cobb. He outside of him and Randall Cobb, Bakhtiari. I don't know if he was on the team. He might be the only guy. Him and Randall Cobb might be the only ones on that team with rings. So like, I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah, and so. Because we, as we know, the Packers aren't big into signing free agents, and so most of those players are homegrown. And man, look, he's got to set the tone. It's the same thing as the Patriot way. This is the Rodgers way. You know, this is the Packer way. Like he's got to set that tone. And if he's been displeased with what he's seen out of the young guys, talk about it. And <laughs> and and the one way to really hear it, because clearly it wasn't getting through their head in practice. Well, now the media is going to talk about it. Now, most of those guys watch ESPN, right? Like, you know, most if they don't, their parents do. Exactly. And, you know, that puts a little bit more pressure on you because now the media is specifically looking at you, young receiver. Anyone not named Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins, or Alan Lazard, the, the pressure's on you. Now everybody's literally looking at you. And so, and it gives kind of a scapegoat for Rodgers, too. If they do come come out, and granted, they had that terrible game against the Saints last year in Jacksonville to start the season, but it gives them a little bit more cushion kind of because they're not going to win 13 games like they've done every season under Matt Fool. They're not winning 13 games. So it 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 we'll talk about that later. You know, but it's we will. And it's it's giving them a little bit more cushion, you know, like like hey, we're not gonna be as good possibly as we have been. You know what I think it is? I think it's Aaron just taking more shots at the organization for not making moves to truly help him out, you know. Like shortchanging Odell last year when he was available. Um, I know the organization didn't have anything to do with Devontae Adams leaving because Devontae was like, I don't know what Aaron's going to do, and I want long-term stability with my quarterback, and Jordan Love is trash. Um, and like, hey, coaches, develop these, develop these guys. Like, I, make them understand what it is that I'm looking for and what we're trying to do. Hey, guys, you're not playing well, and I don't care what Lafleur says. Aaron Rodgers has a track record. Aaron Rodgers has a track record of yo. If you're not where you need to be, if you're not doing what you need to do, he will not throw you the ball. You know, Aaron has trust issues. And I'm not even mad at Aaron for having trust issues. 
Because at a, at a point in my life, I had trust issues, right? Got burned by a few people. And, and if you're one of those people who, who wants to dive into Aaron's personal life, you know, you can do that. And the issues he has, he's had with his family, this, that, and the third. But I'm saying all of that to say, until these receivers prove that they are up to snuff, that they're going to meet the Aaron Rodgers standard of being where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there to receive one of the finest thrown footballs that they would ever touch in their NFL lives. Yeah, he can call them out. And if anybody can call out their receivers, it can be Aaron Rodgers. If anybody can call out their franchise, it can be Aaron Rodgers. When you're the best of the best at what you do, back-to-back MVPs, back-to-back 13-win seasons, you deserve the right to talk your shit. You've earned it. Now, it would be a little bit different if Jalen Hurts is saying this in the the media, if Kyler Murray is saying this in the media. But Aaron Rodgers, the franchise... The guy who was still winning division championships despite Mike McCarthy? The guy that makes a player want to come to Green Bay? The guy that makes the smallest market in the NFL? I mean, think about it. Why is there a team still in Green Bay, Wisconsin? You'd think they'd move it to Milwaukee with the basketball team and the baseball team. But Aaron gets to call out his young receivers. And I think it's going to light the necessary fire under their asses because here's what I think. They've been caught out in practice. Whether, you know, passively, I mean, aggressively or passively, right? They've been catching both ends. And now it's like, man, I'm not seeing the progression. I'm not seeing the change. What are y'all doing? You know, it's one thing about route decisions that tells me, okay, you're young, you're learning, you're not breaking down the coverage properly in a timely enough manner. That's one thing. But when you're flat out running the route, that tells me there's a lack of understanding of the playbook. There's a lack of dedication. There's a lack of interest in being as good as you can be and ensuring that you get to catch balls from 12. Like for all of these, all of these receivers, especially, especially the young ones, they've never caught a football from a better player in their life. And they'll probably never catch a football from a better thrower of the football in their life. You should be happy. You should embrace that opportunity. You should say, whoa, Devontae Adams is gone. We got some production that we got to fill in. And you should want to be the guy who can fill that role of Devontae Adams. Run the right route. Learn the playbook. Take the time necessary to put in the work that you need to put in so that you can not only get on the field, but you can actually thrive on the field because if you get open, you're going to get the ball. And and there's not a number one receiver who's going to suck up a bunch of receptions It's, hey, what is the play calling for who's open? So if the play is calling for you, or if you continuously get open, you're going to get the ball. 
But if we're being honest, some of this does fall on Aaron. And it falls on Aaron because Aaron skipped the voluntary stuff. And do I think Aaron needed the voluntary stuff to learn the offense? No. No, he knows the offense. Do I think Aaron needed the voluntary stuff to build the relationships with his teammates off the field? No. No, I don't think that's the issue. But I do think Aaron needed the voluntary stuff, the voluntary workouts in order to get to know his players, his new receivers on the field. Get out there with them. Get more reps. The more reps, the merrier. Now, he was doing his cleanse, getting his body right, getting his mind right, you know, just enjoying life away from football. And I understand that. And I'm not the person to say that, hey, you need to be here at voluntary stuff. No, you come when it's mandatory and you put in your work in the offseason like you're supposed to. But at the same time, you can't be upset with the product. You can't be upset with timing. You can't be upset with decision making. If you're not taking every effort to make sure that those players understand that, to make sure that they get you, you know. But I think they'll figure it out. I'm high on the Packers. I think the Packers are going to do what the Packers have done under Matt LaFleur. And I really wish Parley Pete would come back because I've kind of exhausted this this, this, this here topic. But it's okay. We'll go to camp battles. You know, training camp always brings us these interesting battles. But the ones that we really only talk about is the quarterback. Quarterback is the battle that everybody truly cares about. And, you know, one that actually shocked me how quickly it changed is Carolina. Now, I'm not the biggest Baker Mayfield guy in the world. I I never did. I never was. And... At one point, I was a Sam Darnold fan, but then I continued to watch him, and I'm like, hey, man, the product on the field's not great. I'm I'm not going to – I can't do it. Can't do it. Like, you're, you're, dude, you're just not good enough. But apparently Baker has already beat Sam out. Now, I figured Baker would eventually win the job. I thought that Baker would win the job, you know, maybe week two, week three, not week two, maybe week three, week four. It would be close. Sam would have a bad game. And then they would be like, you know what, Baker, take it. But Sam having already been in that locker room for an entire year, Sam already having the step up on Baker, for going through the offseason program and learning the offense, you know, you think he'd have the advantage. Baker started game one. And now reports are coming out that Baker's the starter. Has Baker had the best NFL career? Yeah. Did Baker have the better production in college? Yeah, actually he did. He won more too. So it shouldn't be a shock that Baker won the job. But why am I shocked that Baker won the job? Because for one, Baker was terrible last year. Two, I think he was catapulted by a great run game. and um. A great offensive line. Three, 
I thought coming out, he got the Lincoln Riley stimulus package. And that's what allowed him to have more success than Sam Darnold. But I'll tell you, too often in sports, we get caught up on the size of the guy, right? We get caught up on their physical their physical uh, attributes. And that's why we thought Sam Darnold would be a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. But nothing in their NFL career has shown us or told us that Baker Mayfield wouldn't win his job. Like, we should have just known Baker was going to win the job in camp because Sam's not good. Sam has not shown consistent good, and Baker has. There's Not only that, I mean, at the end of the day, look, people, they try to undercut Baker on this level. And, and look, I get it, team, talented, skilled, hold on. But let's not forget, at the end of the day, this man has won a playoff game for the Cleveland Browns. A good Cleveland Browns team, man. Motherfuckers won't even alive the last time that happened. And he had a good season. Sam Darnold hasn't had a good season. When what what was Sam Darnold's good season? Like, you know, uh, what, his his second season at USC. Okay, exactly. We've got to take it back. What we're looking at. Uh, Eight years, maybe? Oh, uh, like six or seven, for real. Well, this is fifth year, right? This is fifth year for him because he's on that fifth-year option. Yep. So five, six years? Five, six years, yeah. Six, seven. Yeah. Because he had a bit – because he didn't come out as a uh, – Bro, I was living in San Diego when uh, he was good. <laughs> yeah, and so it just – it's – it's one of those things where, and then especially, granted, it wasn't a pick, a really high pick or anything. They still gave up, they gave up capital, get both draft capital. And uh, Baker's probably a little bit more hungry. We've already seen what Sam Darnold does in the Matt Rule scheme. We, we've got to see, we saw that, we saw that last year. And you know what happened? Uh huh. They, they bought in Cam Newton. So, like, I, they, we, I mean, got, Sam got hurt. And he was good with – But he got started going after Cam and nothing. Bro, real quick, Christmas Day is going to be crazy. Noon, Philly versus the Knicks. 1 o'clock, Green Bay, Miami. 2 o'clock, Lakers, Dallas. 4.30, Denver, Rams. 5 o'clock, Bucks, Boston. 8 o'clock, Memphis, Golden State. 8.20, Tampa Bay, Arizona. 10:30 Phoenix versus Denver. One of my family members is going to be mad because wherever we're having Christmas at, I am bringing another TV because people think I'm crazy for having two TVs in my living room, but this is why. What what is your uh provider? Who do you who do you stream through? I don't even stream right now. I'm going to add what I stream. I'm going to add it now that football is about to start. I got the direct TV stream app on my phone and Hey, you keep life- talking and I'm about to go to the bathroom and it's a lifesaver. It's fantastic. It, it, it's a handheld TV that you've got for yourself, but uh, no Christmas day is going to be crazy. I've already been thinking about all the parlays that um, are possible on that day. I mean, we're talking about Santa's really coming down the chimney with this stuff. And so 
when you look at that Christmas Day schedule, it is going to be something special. But we've got some more camp battles to talk about. I think that uh, Big Baby just kind of went through what we were going to get through on the Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield aspect. But let's talk about the Falcons. I mean, these are Falcons fans, right? And we've got to be a little bit biased bringing in the Falcons on every show. So why not get into that camp battle? I look at one of the biggest battles, of course, being, and it's not truly a battle, but we know what's going to be coming out of it. Desmond Ritter and Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota is going to win the job. We know who's starting week one. Desmond Ritter clearly isn't wowing anyone because it would be some steam behind the idea of Mariota is a backup. But that's not the case. Plus, Mariota looked good when he came down. This thing could go a lot of different ways. I don't think that Baker – or not Baker, I'm sorry. I don't think that Desmond Ritter is necessarily ready. And ultimately, the Falcons probably aren't going to be a very good team. And we know this. But at what point are they going to pull the leash is going to be the question. That, to me, is more about what this battle is. How far will he progress from what we just saw in Detroit on Saturday to that first start? Because that first start, up until that point of where he gets his actual regular season first start, is going to be a big deal. It's going to tell us everything that we need to know about Desmond Ritter and his future with the Falcons. Is he a clipboard and visor guy or is he a game manager? Or, or I'll give you the rare, rare possibility. Is he going to be a guy that can be a starter on your team for 10 plus years? Like, what are you talking about? Well, I pivoted from that just because we still have the camp battles. I I said another interesting camp battle, even though we know who the star is going to be, is our Atlanta Falcons because this is an Atlanta Falcons fans show and you're we are all here to do what Falcons do look at that and what I was getting at was even though we know that Mariota is week one star I'm rooting for Ritter this is what's important about Ritter did you matter of fact did you watch the preseason game no I don't watch preseason football okay I only check box scores in preseason now, I had to take the over in the game. And, I, of course, sitting in the sports book, I just wanted to see how we looked. You know, I just – I did. I was very curious to see what type of offense were we – what were we really about to be doing. And so, I mean, I guess I know what type of offense, but, like, I wanted to see all the new pieces. And the Falcons did score on their first drive. They drove down the field and got a touchdown. Mariota used his feet. They – uh Drake London had a big, I think it was a 19-yard reception, and then they took him out of the game because apparently he limped or something. So, And he's yeah. not going to play. We play on Monday night this week against the Jets. But um, they moved the ball. And granted, it was Detroit, but they moved I, the I think Detroit wins more games than we do this year, so oh, I'm okay with that. I, I told you, they were my sneaky playoff team because we went through that schedule. and so I got them for 10 wins. All right, so you're on board. Now, I didn't, I was thinking more nine and eight, but uh, but 10 and seven, I guess that's not 
too far out of the realm. But of course, on the flip side of that, and it's not a camp battle over there, I got to see the Detroit offense against our defense. And what did they do? They drove down the fucking field and scored. And they looked really good doing it because it was a combination of pass and run. It wasn't like it was an air raid or just a ground game. They were working us and, you know, getting in second and short almost every single time. Okay. They never – I don't ever remember us having them in a third and long. Their, thir- their longest third and long was probably three and five. Well, you know oh. – uh, have you watched the Falcons defense recently? Well, you know, but let me tell you, that's the unit I expected to honestly be better this year. That is the unit I expect to be better. They Why? Well, you still have Grady Jarrett, and you do have A.J. Terrell. So you've got two Pro Bowlers, they're, literally. They're, and, 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 and matter of fact, the Falcons Instagram just put it up. They haven't named uh, Grady Jarrett yet, but you, Kyle Pitts got named to the NFL 100 team, and so did A.J. Terrell. No, so did uh, – no, Grady Jarrett was the other one. But A.J. Terrell is most definitely going to be on that. Like, I know he's going to be on that. We'll hit the NFL 100 next week. What do you mean? We'll talk about it next week when it all comes out. Oh, for sure. But I'm just saying in yeah. general. I was just saying that like as a, as a random thought. Yeah, as a bad team, the fact that even two Falcons were already selected, and I think what some would consider our best player hasn't been named yet. You got two of those guys on the defensive end. You drafted – Evan Katie out of Penn State in the second round, who was really solid for them, probably their best edge rusher. Left N'Kobe Dean on the board to get that boy from that random ass school. Montana State, Anderson, yeah. I, I mean, 4-4-40, guy that was uh, the, the leader of the freshman team, all first team, the second year as a quarterback. He's all freshman team as a running back, all uh, first team as a quarterback. And then the most, the defensive player of the year. The most productive player on one of the best defenses in uh, NCAA history. I'm with uh, you. No, look, look, I'm with you on the Nicobe Dean take. I just wasn't as upset because I think you can find gems, of course, in double yeah, A. Leighton Van Der Esch, you know what I mean? Um, but <laughs> he had he 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 showed his flashes before his injuries. But let's let's talk about this Falcons camp battle, right? Because, like you said, I don't think it's much of a Early season battle, I think it's Mariota's job to to give away. But I hope but hopefully uh Mariota's bad enough that uh we gotta let Desmond play. And here's why I want Desmond to play. Because I want to know what we have. If we get if we got Dak Prescott diving in the rough, I want to know that this year. Yeah. It- and if we don't. I want C.J. Stroud. I want Bryce Young. I want whatever quarterback pops this year that we're not planning for to pop to be uh, the top quarterback that comes out of the class and leapfrogs both of them, you know? It, and, and you know what we really wanted? We really want Russell Wilson. We want uh, Arthur Smith to make that Pete Carroll decision and say, yeah, we signed Mar- Marcus Mariota to be the starter, but Desmond Ritter is going to be our starter for week one. And Absolutely. Do you, do you remember the pushback? Well, Pete, maybe maybe he didn't get pushback, but like a lot of people did question. Nah, people like, push. Now I remember the pushback, and I honestly was like, believe it or not, coming out, I was a Russell Wilson guy. I was, I was shocked and bothered, and it speaks to my sports ignorance at that age, but also I think my keen eye. I'm like, why is Russell going in the third round? He's, he was nice. He was super nice. 
but I wasn't factoring in the importance of body. And he, you know, he's five eleven. You yeah. know, he two fifteen. I, I, I didn't watch too much of him when he was at NC State, but of course, the year he was with Wisconsin, he they went to the Rose Bowl. I remember that for fact because I remember watching that game. And he could definitely play. Like, it was obvious, like, man, he's got some skill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this dude can play. But, of course, with that Wisconsin team, I'm trying to think, uh, who was it at running back? Because it wasn't – obviously, it wasn't uh, – Ron Dane. Who? Ron Dane. No, nah, Ron Dane wasn't there. It was whoever was before Melvin Gordon. Uh, Russell Wilson. What? What that would be Wisconsin twenty eleven? Team. That sounds right. Yeah. Wisconsin Rose. Twenty twelve was his rookie year and they played us in the um in the playoffs. So two thousand twelve Rose Bowl. Let's see. Who announced that game? We have Musburger and Herb Street, baby. Hmm. Belama is coach. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't care about records. Monty Ball. Yes, he was. God, he was. He was a dog at Wisconsin. He was. He was. He was nice. I mean, Wisconsin runs the same offense, but like for whatever reason, it always gets them in the teens rankings. Like they're always there. And so, and and what is now now about to be? And I guess we'll get to the Big Ten uh, and that big deal that they just got today. But point being, it was a running team. And so I guess the shocker was, man, you guys just paid Flynn what seemed like a lot at the time. 15 mil a year? Yeah, it was something. Yeah, it was like 15 mil a year. But you know, it was a dumbass deal if you think about it now because he went crazy in week 17. Well, he had the one game, though, before that. Aaron Rodgers missed a game like in week. It was later in the season. It wasn't. I thought it was week 17 when he went crazy. That six touchdown game was, it was like week 14. Because okay. Aaron Rodgers missed a random, and they needed to win that game. I mean, remember. Green Bay went 10 and 6 as a six seed the year of the Super Bowl. But you want to know what it is? He didn't get he was the backup still for Green Bay the very next year. Damn, he did. He went for 480 and six touchdowns. And it was on like national TV. No, it, it was it was it was a season in the victory. It was week 17. It against, was against the Lions. They needed to win that game, though. Like they needed to win to get in. I just know that the game meant something. Yeah, 2011. Let me see. It says 2011. Week 17. Okay. <laughs> I stand corrected. But he outdueled Matt Stafford, Matthew Stafford, you know, the guy y'all would have put in the Hall of Fame. And, and like I said, they needed it. They needed it in order to get in because, like I said, they were the six seed. It was not wrapped up. They had to win the game. And so um, it. It's, it's, it's one of those things where we want to see Desmond Ritter get there sooner than later because we need you to wanna, know, like you said, whether or not Bryce Young or uh, C.J. Stroud is going to be the next quarterback of our team. So what other camp battles are you thinking about? Because um, we got one on TV right now, uh, even though he's out with COVID. But, yeah, Drew Locke and Geno Smith. But at this point, this one might be over at this point, possibly – just because almost by default, Gino's obviously kind of the incumbent backup. And him being out with COVID, he's missing days, practice. Gino's getting more first team reps. He already is the guy that's familiar with the system and stuff. But this is certainly a battle. You know, have you ever um you know when 
you watch a fight, right? They have the undercards. Like, let's go UFC fight. They have the undercards, right? Yeah. You know how UFC will have, like, the undercard undercards on ESPN2 that you don't even have to buy the fight to watch? Yeah. That's what this quarterback battle is. Nobody gives a fuck <laughs> with their family. The people in Seattle give a fuck. No, they don't. What do you think? You think that they're uh, – let's see. It was tank for two. I so said, what would it be for Young? Uh, be bad for Bryce? You know, Mila Kimes, she had something almost – Mina Kimes had something she said on Chris Long's podcast. I mean. Struggle for Stroud. I like that one. Yeah, struggle for Stroud. I mean, or stink for Stroud. Like, bad for Bryce. Like, I mean, they're. Yeah, yeah, bad for Bryce. Yeah, all all of that. And, you know, they're going to be in the, they're going to be in the race with us. And that's a crazy thing. We play them week three out there. That game might, that tiebreaker is probably going to mean some shit. Possibly. Or if it's a one, you know, right. you know, one team wins four, one team wins five games. But they're they're at the top of the list with us and who else? The Bear, but the Bears aren't gonna draft a quarterback unless they want to trade. I'm coming home. I'd love it. I'd love I'm it. Coming. We're not giving up our one for him though. I'll give no. up the two straight up though. Bro, we'll give up Ritter straight Ritter, up with Ritter some, and the two. Ritter and some trash, yeah. I'll give him the two. Give him the two. I'll give him the two. But here's what I've seen in the two. And it's funny that you bring up the Seattle thing, right? And Seattle talk, uh, Pete Carroll's talking about, you know, some of the issues that he, he, he sees with his franchise. And one of the things that he brought up was he said, you know, once you start paying these players too much money, <laughs> there's no competition. You know what that sounds like? Shots at Russ, huh? I mean, who else? The hell? Well, actually, no. Because Russ is just the face. He's the face. He's the greatest Seahawk ever. He is. He is. I, I mean, I know Steve Largent would be, but I didn't watch Steve Largent. He's the greatest Seahawk ever. Russ won a Super Bowl, damn it. It's actually a shot at Jamal Adams. Because he's terrible. That's Pete's <laughs> well, fault. He's a, he's a, Jamal Adams would be great in a Dan Quinn defense because that's the type of, that's, that's who, that's who Dan Quinn wants. Dan Quinn wants one of those guys to safety. J- J- Jamal Adams would have been great 10 years ago. Jamal Adams can't cover me. <laughs> and neither can Josh Hosey. I, he said that crazy shit that he could really cover me. That is nuts. I, that is bonkers. That's why we got to get this. Once we get a set in stone date for Boink. Uh, my bachelor party's up next, so you better get to cooking, buddy. Yours is well, well, you're saying you're gonna do yours before him, no, after boy, but mine's next, like after boy. Oh, okay, cool, good, good. I, I'm already married, so I just I know, I know, I know, I know, but so is Neeks. Neeks is already married, but like, yeah. point being, I, once we get it set, like I said, I'm gonna we need to make sure that we pick out a place whether. The house itself, because we're gonna clearly get a house. We bro, I, we got hey, bro, bro. There, hey, dog, there's a base in Tampa. We can get on it and play and hoop. Well, and that'll be and right. If it comes down to that, like that you guys can pull strings. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. We need to do. It needs to be a either a resort or like a, a country club type neighborhood for the golfing. But of course, there's got to be an area where there's a field. We'll be able. To, we'll buy a fucking football at Walmart and a basketball. We there's got to be a basketball court too though. Yeah. So like, 
Bro, yeah. it's funny. I'm gonna be bringing more athletic shoes than like wearing I know. Shoes. actual. Well, and then fucking, we're gonna have more basketball shorts and shirts and shoes than we are fucking blazers and. And I honestly think that's what Boyk wants. He wants a, a, a weekend of male bonding. Pause for yeah. you homophobes. Fuck them. But um, <laughs> with an AIDS, I can't. Can I say that now? Can you say fucking with an AIDS dick in 2022? We can find out. That was a joke. Jokey. <laughs> um, he likes joking about AIDS dicks. <laughs> then, then that's how they can't see instead. Oh, no. They, they, but if you answer it and you say the gays, they go, oh, you're a homophobe. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. It goes, it goes, you can't win. Now you can't win. Just like the Falcons. And the bear. We are all here to do what Falcons do. Look at that. Well, I hope you and your degenerate brother. I hope y'all y'all went in with Simeon and Peterman. By, by the way, Tre- Trevor Simeon. Uh, so I didn't bet, but I just gave my take on it. They look. They might. Geno Smith is still in, and it's nine minutes into the second quarter, or it's at the ninth minute of the second quarter. And they're down 10 nothing. Fields only did one possession. They got a field goal. Trevor Simeon drove down the field and scored a touchdown. I saw so that. They're up 10 nothing. But, but, all right, Bears are up 10 now. But, like, um, is my boy Penny not playing you know, for, for uh, Seahawks this year? Probably dropped the pass. Who? Uh, some guy is going to probably get cut. Or he's or he's wide receiver four for the Seahawks. Because they've got their wide receiver one and two. Lock- yeah. Oh, Lockett is going to be a prime uh, trade candidate. Yeah, you know that the because now the NFL uh, trade deadline is actually it's not the NBA trade deadline, but like it is becoming a thing. Been spicy. Guys are guys are getting traded now in the NFL at the deadline as they should. He's going to be a perfect candidate for a team like the Packers. And you heard it here first. You literally heard it here first. Yeah, we got to get you a drop. You heard it here. Yes, we we'll get it created. But you did. You heard it here first. Hey. You want to hit these over-under win totals? Let's get to it. You want to go team by team? Let me pull it up real quick, yeah. So I got I got the FanDuel lines on my sheet of paper. I got the teams listed by conference, I mean by uh, division. You just let me know. All right, I have it up now. VegasInsider.com is how I have it pulled up. Let me see if they've updated it with the uh The Browns should be nine and a half. Hold on. On here, they have eight and a half. Eight and a half, I lied. Eight and a half. That that's what I heard. I I I was pulling from the top of my head from three hours ago when I was doing. And that research. sounds a little bit more right, just because that's literally either five hundred, a little above, one game above or below five hundred, which sounds about. They're so good. Vegas is so good at this. But this was. It says that this was updated today. Okay. Yeah. So you got yours, and you got yours in in, in order. Uh, and like Arizona Cardinals is first, so it goes in order from the city slash state name of the team. All right, man, you tell me, you tell me the team, and I'll tell you what I got, and then you respond. Arizona Cardinals eight and a half. Eight and a half. I got them slightly over at nine. I wouldn't bet it, but I got it at nine. Yeah, they are so good at this. Yeah, I wouldn't. Be- I, I'm gonna do this. Because you want to count two of the wins. You want to say that they're going to beat Seattle twice. They did it last year. And that's two wins already. So then you're saying, can they get seven more? 
And that's where you got to pull up the like. And they're, went, they're playing a second place schedule because they they made the playoffs last year. They, so so it has. This is a great part too about this Vegas insider. They also have last season. Last season they won eleven games. I'm gonna probably ride with you. No man, fuck that. They're playing AF. They're playing the AFC West though. Eight wins. They're below. Give me the under. Give me under eight and a half. No under argument here. Bro, no argument here. Like I, I, I'm not gonna argue that. I'm, I'm going because I don't like Kyler. I don't <laughs> like Kyler. Give me the under. And they lost Chandler Jones. And who do they add? They added a tight end in the draft. They re-upped Ertz. So and they got Hollywood Brown. They did get Hollywood Brown. And I think he's going to be a good addition. No I new Hopkins for six two, weeks. But, and, then there, and, then, yeah, and then there's no new Hopkins for six weeks. Fuck that. Give me the under. All right, next team. Who we got? The Atlanta Falcons. Four and a half. Last season, four wins. Uh, I got us at four under. And I'm, and I'm okay. And I'm... I know at four and a half, I'm still under. I'm not running to the ticket desk to put this in, but that me give me the under too. I'm gonna roll with the under just because I hope that we go under. Same. <laughs> but honestly, I see no more than five. Bro, I couldn't find them. I was struggling. I think I, I gave us I think the Bears game. We should win that game. We should, but we, we, we could should. lose it. I think we do beat the Saints. I I know it sounds optimistic. I, I know. I I don't know why they. I don't know why I feel this way. I just really do think they're going to win the first game of the season, bro. I'll. You'll see Seattle, how I feel about the Saints when we get there. But next Seattle, game. Seattle game is a toss up. We played Seattle on the road. We don't know what that's going to look like. Um, I'm trying to think because and we'll beat Carolina once. We should beat Carolina <laughs> one time. That's it. Yeah, that's a really that, that's all I can think of too because we're losing to Tampa twice. So two division wins. We're not. And, we're not we got the, the NFC West. We'll probably get swept out there, except for Seattle. We'll go three and one. Possibly, possibly. Uh, and we play the AFC North. North. Sweep. Cleveland comes here and wins with Brissett or Sweep. whoever. Sweep. You, whoa. Yeah, the Steelers should beat us too. And we know the Bengals. We know the Bengals and um, Ravens Sweep. are going to win. So get your brooms out, son. Sweep. All right, next one, which we actually had last team I literally said. Baltimore Ravens, nine and a half. I know exactly over. where you're going. I'm pounding the over. They're right. Man, Vegas is so dead on with this. I see them as nine and eight, ten and seven. And and obviously you know what, you know, I, you know where I see Baltimore? You see them at like 12. 14 and three. Pound the over. They're also your Super Bowl pick. You're right. So you got them. Well, you got them at under? I got them at my, my last 10 and a half. They won eight games last year. They're going to be at about nine or 10. I, I tell you what, just for the history and knowing that John Harbaugh is a good player, and I do have Lamar Jackson as my offensive player of the year, I'm going to take it. I'm going to say they go 10 and seven, but I think that they'll be tied with whomever that is, and I still think they miss it. But give me, I tell you what, we'll take the over. What, what line do you have? Nine and a half. FanDuel had him at 10 and a half last night. You got a better line than me. Yeah, Vegas Insider. This is what they updated it as of today. Next, we got the Buffalo Bills, 11 and a half. And this one's going to be tricky. But I like the over. 
I got them over. I think they're the best team in the AFC. I got them over. I got them at 13 wins. Yeah, I like that. Now, here's one we're going to both pound the under. Carolina Panthers, six and a half. Give me the under, baby. Six six to me me is the max. So, Bro, I went through the schedule. I found two wins, maybe four. Falcons, you were thinking maybe they could beat the Falcons twice, and that was – Bro, like the schedules – and they actually, they have a third place schedule because we were last place. No, no, they were last place. I think. We had the same record. Did we both win? Look at us. No, they won five. No, we were last place. Yeah, <laughs> but they're not good. I mean, like, I mean, and Baker's an upgrade, but their line sucks. Their line sucks. Christian McCaffrey can't stay healthy. Doesn't matter. If Baker can't get the ball to DJ Moore, it doesn't matter that he's a receiver there. Their defense is not terrible, but like, um, they're the Matt Rule sucks. How about that? Like, the <laughs> fucking, he's, he's, the, he's literally the odds on favorite to get fired first this season. You know who it was uh, two seasons ago? It was Dan Quinn. And he <laughs> fucking got fired. So typically, when they, when, they, when, they, when they go for who's the favorite, and like his favorite, his odds are like, uh, plus 300. So that's relatively good odds on something like that. He will be the first coach fired, whether they let him go through the full season, because Tepper clearly has got the cash. So fuck, he already know he got to pay him and he already knows he's gone. Sean Payton will be available. And they, they already talked about that this off season. And he can't go to Miami now. Exactly. Well, fuck that. I bet money. I bet money. They'll fire McDale. If they don't win, if they don't go to the playoffs, I bet money they fire his ass for Sean Payton. You know, no, I think the league would do like they did with uh, the NBA with Paul George. And they're like, hey, Paul, you, you can't go to the Lakers, bro. It's not going to happen. Isn't that weird how two guys are supposed to go to the Lakers, but somehow they end up on the Clippers? And they still have one shit, but the Lakers want a ring. <laughs> but at least CP's got to get to his finals. And yeah, being actually a huge part of why. Oh, oh, you were talking about the CP thing. I thought you were That's talking about. Why are you talking about Kawhi and Paul George that same summer? Where rumors they like, yeah, because the Kawhi they wanted the big three and right. out. I, hey, wrong sport. Let's keep pushing. All right. Uh, next up, another one. I'm pounding the under. I can't believe this is this high. Six and a half, Chicago Bears. Give me the under, baby. They might have the first pick in the draft this year. Chicago. I could, yeah, I got him at three wins. Under. 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 Easy. We're not even going to spend any time talking about that. Next. Cincinnati Bengals, nine and a half. I like the over just because I got him winning the division. I think that they win 11 games. Uh, Cincy, Cincy. I got him at 11 games too. Yep. Over. Yep. I really like that. Uh, next, Cleveland Browns. This one's the eight and a half. I'm going to take – I'm going to say that they still – I'm going to say they go nine and eight. But, but that division – Check the schedule. That's, the schedule. That Steelers under must be really low because, and we'll get to it. But I got the I whole division that. in double digits. We've here. already went through three. Right, we've already went through three teams in that division, and I've got an eleven win Cincinnati. You've got a thirteen win Baltimore, and 14. I had them winning ten. Fourteen. They might go under. I mean, <sighs> I got the whole division going over. Mm. That was tough. I. If, you pull up I, 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 if Jimmy G is there, give me the definite 
on the eight and eight and a half. Give me the over for sure. If you pull, if you pull the schedules, man, like they got good schedules. Well, here's the thing: you're asking yourself, what will their record be through eleven games? And five and six is the only way that they go over. If they're four and seven, they're not. Go- it's not going over. So at a minimum, they have to be five and six. And I think they're talented enough to at least be that because then Deshaun can go four and two. But mm, give me the over. I'm going to just – I'm going to slightly take it. I'm going to take them at nine and eight. I think they're nine and eight. Uh, let me see if I can get the schedule to come up. You know I have Albany, Georgia, Wi-Fi, so it has a mind of its own. Yeah, when you do it, pull up just the last six games more so because – I, or no, 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 just do the do the whole thing because the, the first 11 are important because I have to figure out is there, are there five wins? All right, so it's got a preseason, got a preseason. Week one. What? Oh, it's, okay. Week one, Panthers. Week two, Jets. Week three, Steelers. Week four Falcons. They got such a soft schedule to start. Hmm. I don't know. No, no. They got a buy. I don't know. Week four, September 22nd to August 2nd. Yeah, week four Falcons. Yeah, sorry. They should be at least three and one going out of that first four. Um, then we got oh, they got a Thursday game. That's what threw me off. Sorry. Who's it? Who are they playing? Thursday, they got the Steelers on Thursday. They're gonna lose that game. It's in Pittsburgh. Uh no, it's in Cleveland. They're going to lose one of those first four, and I don't think it's week one. They got the Falcons. Then they got the, the Chargers. Lost. They got, the, they got the Pats at home. I, Lost. I, I don't give know, me, Give me Bill going back to Cleveland. I'll, I'll take Bill. <laughs> give me Bill. Look, why are we acting like the Patriots didn't make the playoffs last year and win 10 games? Why are we acting like they don't have, they don't have anybody to call their place? Bill is still the coach. You're I, right. You're right. I, I'm 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 low on the Patriots. Some, some stuff you just don't even have to worry about because of who it is. Like, give me give me the I, packs there too. Oh, then they got so here's where it gets tough. They go Ravens, Lost. Bengals, Loss, Dolphins, Eels. <laughs> Bro, they gotta win those. They they Bucks. And they gotta steal. They gotta steal the win from the Dolphins. I doubt that they do. They gotta win. The, they gotta beat the Pats. They have to beat the Pats. They have to. You're right. And I got them beating the Pats in that game. Then they got to, they got Houston when Deshaun is eligible to come back. I doubt he plays that game. Why? Wow. Practice. You know that, so you know that a part of his suspension, he can return to practice in October. Yeah, but are you going to take those reps away from Jacoby Brissett? Yeah, because he's already in a groove. You're going to be going. They're going to be splitting him. He's going to be getting some, like because he has to get the work in. So so then it goes tech. It goes Texans, Bengals. Ravens, Saints, Commanders, and Steelers. I think they they go damn near five hundred in the division. But they have to. Well, then they'll have to steal one of those too in at the, in that first eleven. I think they will. You got them getting the Steelers on the third. No, yeah, you haven't beaten the Steelers. How no, we do? Uh, actually, let me look up and see what I put on my sheet. Right, Steelers. What what week is Steelers? One two. Week three. 
Oh, yeah, I picked Cleveland to win that game because I don't trust the Steelers quarterback early in the season. That's right. Okay, too much dead air. Uh, next team, where, where are we going next? Um, Dallas, 10 and a half. Under. I like them to win the division. That just seems so right. It's either going to be 10 or 11. So I'm going to take the under two just because I think 10 and seven is good enough to win the division. I got them at eight and under. And they're going to play a first uh, play schedule. So, yeah, give me the under. I'll take them at 10 wins. I think they went 10. All right. I don't want to talk more about them because we're going to talk next. about them all season. Denver Broncos, 10 and a half. Give me the under. Somebody's got to come in last place in that division. It's going to be them. Yep. I got him at nine. I got him at nine and a half, but I still got him under. All right. Detroit Lions, six and a half. Give me the over. Pound it. Pound it. Pound the over on Detroit. Give me that over. Give me that over. I like like nine wins. I really do. I like 10. Next, Green Bay Packers, 10 and a half. 10 seems about right. I mean, it's going to be t- 10 or 11. 10 or 11. I'm it's, going over. It, it literally I got- is like, it's so crazy how good they are with this because that's about what I would say. Probably 10 or 11 wins. Uh, I, for the sake of it, give me 10. So you're going to hit them with the under? No. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. So I got them at over. I got them at thirteen. Let's look at their look at the, let's look at their schedule real quick because I like the Packers. You know I'm a Packers guy, I'm an Aaron Rodgers guy. I like A Rod. So the real, the real hey, the real A Rod. Yeah, the one who didn't cheat. Yeah. We got Vikings week one. Then we got Bears, Buccaneers, Patriots. It's a tough start. Giants. Man. Jets. Man. Commanders. Win. Bills, loss. Lions at Detroit. That should be Detroit's uh, coming out game in terms of because they might be three and three or something, and then that'll be the game where everybody's like, they might be, they maybe they be there's something here. Cowboys at home. I like them to win that one in Green Bay. I like that. Titans at home. Yeah, on a Thursday. Yeah, I like it. At Philly. Tough coming game. Off, coming off the mini buy. Yeah, give it to me. Tough game, though. At Chicago. Oh, well, he owns them. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but I actually expect Chicago to come out and probably play like one of their best games in a game like that. So, uh, Rams at home. Loss. At Miami. Ooh. That defense, though. Loss. Lost. Vikings at home, Lions at home. They're going to definitely win one against the Lions. They're going to win one, maybe two against the Vikings. They're going to go four and two in division. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I just see 10 and seven. Give me 10 and seven. All right, who you got next? Houston Texans, four and a half. I'm going under. Over is tempting, but give me the under. I I got them at four. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Give me the under. I. Give me we're, we're, yeah, next. They're going to get the shit beat out in week one by Matt Ryan, which 
Speaking of next team, Indianapolis Colts, nine and a half. How the over? Give me that. I think 12 wins. We are all here to do what Falcons do. Look at that. I got Indy at 14, but I think it's going to be 12. I like 12. That's that's my number. I like 12 and 5. It just sounds right. So for for the listeners, the way I did this, uh, I picked each game individually in a vacuum. And I know some of my numbers are off by one of these and twosies, but I compare that off the line. You might have forgot what happened the week before. And Ex- exactly. And it's one of those, I'm going to go back and do it again. I got to find a spreadsheet to where I can actually look at it and it looks pretty. But uh, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I almost feel like we got to be my man on uh, CNBC, uh, money something. You know, the guy that's like bald, but he like gives like the stock advice. How he's kind of got his shit set up. He's yeah, like, I, I I need that so I can when I change one game, it changes the whole spreadsheet. I should I could probably get somebody to Upwork to do that for me for like twenty bucks. Colts over, Colts over, pound Next it. Team. Interesting. I'm gonna still take the under. Jacksonville Jaguars six and a half. Six wins sounds about right. Improved from the three wins. They doesn't that sound like the right story? They doubled their win total. You Doesn't that sound right, though? You and guess where, next what, season is when we should look for them to be 8-9 wins. You wouldn't guess where I'm going this year. Over. I'm going over. Give me nine. Whoa. All right. Well, hold on now. The team's not that talented. Who's the wide receiver one again? The guy that got everybody paid? That was the third stringer in Arizona? Here's what I, here's what I think, though. Who was wide receiver one for Carson Wentz in Philly? I had to look back at that Eagles team. They had Torrey Smith. They had um, Alshon Jeffrey. They did not have a wide receiver one. The, because both of those guys actually historically were twos. Because even Alshon was a two to Brandon B. Marshall. Brandon B. Marshall was the one. And Torrey Smith was – you could argue he was maybe the one in Baltimore. May, no, Anquan Bolden was low-key yeah. the one. So they're both two they, – he had two twos. But he also had two tight ends. Because Burton got paid, Philly special. He got paid that offseason by the Bears, and they had Ertz. And then they had, like, three running backs. They had a committee of running backs. And, well, and obviously Nick was playing. but James Robinson, Etienne. Then they got uh, Evan Ingram. So they lost Miles Jack, who was a stable, at least in the middle of the – I mean, he was – yeah, no, nah, he was he was he was one they of the got, best. Players. They got Josh Allen. They got the the Josh the other Josh Allen. They got they got other. They who do they have? I mean, who do they have defensively? That team still wasn't good defensively. The Falcons put up twenty seven on them last year. I'm betting on Doug Peterson improving their offense tremendously. I like double the win total at six and a half. Give me six wins. I'm taking the under. I may be optimistic at nine, but they're one of my frisky teams. Here's my favorite one on here. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs, 10 and a half. I'm getting the over. I'm in the under. I want the under. I want. I got them at 11, but it's not a confident 11. I want the under. I'm, you know what? Damn, it's 10 and a half. I don't have them in the playoffs, so. Nine and eight. Step back year, finally. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. They have soft. a winning record, but like, they're like a team that nobody wants to face, regardless. 
Like Indy last year? Yeah, like a team that could literally win any game, but then they just don't. Because, <laughs> But the thing is, will Patrick Mahomes have those stinker games? I think he's going to have enough of them this year without Tyree Kill, and they did lose the Honey Badger. That secondary was already really bad, but they lost their best secondary player. I, I, will, t- I will tell you when I went through the schedule – I had them at 10, and then I, I switched the game when I started doing my tallies. I'm taking the under. I think 9 and 8 sounds about right. I'm not going to give an yeah, – I'm, So, on my list that I'm going to keep throughout the season so we can come back and revisit this, right, I'm putting a slash by my KC number because I'm going to be afraid to, to, to make a bit, make a pick there. Okay, that's fair. I'm next just being, I'm being upfront about it. Who we got next? Next team, Division 4. Los Angeles Chargers, same number, 10 and a half. Give me the over. I like 12 wins. You and me both, brother, 12. I like 12. I like 12. I think that they should. Hey. Then this is why I said what I said. I said it's time to put up or shut up if you're Justin Herbert. Brother, if if you can't get the over with that roster, and I get all those stats and all this other stuff, and we're not going to blame the coach again. Look, I don't know what to say. If 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 he puts up stats again and they don't do what they're supposed to do, you got to start thinking about something else. Something's going wrong. Something's Devin wrong. Booker, no Chris Paul. Something is wrong if they, if they don't go over. Something's wrong. That roster is just two-step. Khalil Mack, man, with both Jason Jackson. They just played Derwin James, I think, yesterday. Yep. I Yeah, J.C. Jackson – you, you still got uh, – Austin Eckler might be the most versatile running back. He's like a mix of Sproles with like – his running is better than Sproles. So it's is he like, taller than Sproles? I know he's a little guy. He is a little guy. I think he's I think he's only 5'9". He might be an inch. Because Sproles – well, Sproles is like 5'6". But like hey, – Sproles he, is – you make fun of how short he is when you see him in person. Yeah, because you're just like, man, I can't believe he's this short. But like um, – yeah, give me over 10 and a half with the charts. Next, Los Angeles Rams, 10 and a half as well. Give me the over. But that's because I also like them to win that division. So, like, I, th- I do think that the defending champs are a top three seed in the NFC. You don't have them winning the division. but I don't have I- them winning the division, but I have them over. Really? Yeah, I count 11 wins. I, and 11 sounds about right. That sounds like three seed material. Yeah, Brady and the Bucks are one. See, Dallas is not two. Well, they might be the two. The Rams might be the two, honestly. Well, no, but, they can't be because they're not a division winner. They'll be the four. Well, they'll, be the, they'll be the five. Me. Oh yeah, you. I, yes, right. You got the division winner. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are two, just because. We'll get to the rest. Vegas Raiders eight and a half. We both love the over here. I know we do, because yeah. we both have them as a playoff team and. No way got, they win eight games in our playoff team. I counted 11. That sounds about right. Dolphins, eight and a half. Give me the over. Pound it. I have a playoff team here, 10, 10 and seven. I, yep, maybe same even, here. Maybe even 11 and six. Bro, here's what's crazy is we have a lot of similar records, and we didn't talk about this before. Hey, guys, we didn't talk about this before. I know. Like, I didn't send him any of my picks. I sent them to one person who watches the pod who's not on it. That is crazy. But you know what? Like I said, we're looking – we see a lot of the same things. And yeah. 
See, you actually went through the schedule like game for game. So like that's a beast. It is. It is. I'm very impressed. Next, Minnesota Vikings, nine and a half. I have the over, but that's only because I picked them to win the division. So Kirk Cousins has the season final. So FanDuel last night had them at eight and a half, and I have them at nine. So I have them at FanDuel's over. Okay. It's a very confident nine because that nine could be 10 or 11. I like this over at nine and a half because I do think they get to 11. And I'm comfortable going over at nine and a half, even though I have them at nine because it's not that nine is not like a eight, almost nine. It's like a nine, almost 11. You know, there are certain teams when you look at them, it's always predicated on one side of the ball if they do their job. And for them, it will be the defense. Yeah, we all have confidence that the offense will be better. Adam Thielen wasn't even healthy last year. Justin Jefferson's obviously a star. Dalvin Cook stud, and and his backup Matthias, the guy, the guy that's his backup stepped in admirably. Even with oh that. yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yes, I, I think, think I had, I played him a couple weeks. Yeah, I wanted to. I think it's Matthias or something like that. But Madison, Madison, yeah, it's just spelled not like with T's. It's spelled with T's. Not yeah. Yeah, I like him. Uh, over, over. So we both agree on the over. Whether it's yep. the number one, it was over. New England Patriots eight and a half. I'm going to take the over, but slightly. Nine and eight just seems so great. I'm Bears pounding the under now. seventeen nothing. I'm. I wish I did bet on this, but go ahead. I'm pounding the Patriots under. I, I just think they take a step back for a year. After I went through the schedule, I don't like it. Like let's let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. I, I, but see now, now my over is only slight. It's a slight over. I like nine. Nine just sounds about right. So they don't win ten again. No. Cause they they got worse, not only on the field, but like in the what coach. They lose? I mean, I know White just retired, but what else did they lose? Mac Jones lost weight, so he looks like he's more in shape. They he's in years, he did they did use they lost McDaniels. They lost uh, J.C. Jackson. Okay, yeah. They lost uh, a lineman, too, who went to Tampa. Shaq Mason, maybe? That's O-line. He's O-line. Yeah, O-line, yeah. Okay. So, here's the schedule. Week one, Dolphins at Miami. Lost. Week two, at Pittsburgh. Win. I think they get it done. Week three, home, Baltimore. Ooh, probably yeah. a loss. Week four <laughs> at, at Green Bay. That's brutal, man. Week five, uh, Detroit at home. They'll win. Week six, they'll go to Cleveland. You'll, you're you're picking like them to them. win that one. I like them to win. They get the Bears at home uh, week seven. Okay, that's four wins. Week eight, they go to the Jets. Five. Week nine, is this week nine? Yeah, week nine, they got Colts at home. Loss. It ain't cold yet. Oh, they got a bye. Then week 11, they got the they got Jets at home. Win again, six. Uh, Thanksgiving Day, they got uh, the Vikings in Minnesota. I think we get an upset. They're going to get one upset. There's going to be one game that nobody just is like, they should. give me that one. So I'm going to go, so seven. 
next the next Thursday they get the Bills at home. Loss. Then they got the they got the Cardinals in Arizona on the twelfth. Might be another one they win, honestly. Eight or seven. They got the Raiders in uh Vegas. Loss. Uh, big, I wonder what Bill Bill's record is against assistants. I'm curious. Is it kind yeah. of one of those saving things? Where Probably his assistants suck. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Is it like one of those saving things where he always beats them? Like they got I mean, the yeah, they yeah, got doesn't always beat them because clearly he lost twice last year. But yeah, shout out to Kirby. Uh they got the they got the Bengals at home. Give me the that is one because they're gonna get some games where they shouldn't win. And they, they're close, but they just find a way. So they're eight now for me. They got the Dolphins at home. They're going to split with them. So nine. There's my nine. Then I got the Bills in. Yeah, okay. Like I said, they get swept by the Bills. Yeah, so your, your nine makes sense. I, I see it. Because they I have, would argue they're going to win two games you don't just expect. Like, and because, because of how well they're coached. And, like, one of those games was them coming off a bye, too. And it was like. Well, Bill Belichick's like the master of preparation. Think about it. They could have beaten uh, Brady uh, two Last years year. ago. What, and, and, and that's the crazy thing about when you actually like go through the schedule. They played. Like, going through the schedule this way, I probably give them more wins. But because I did it week by week, it, it, it's a fun exercise. And I actually... Yeah. I plan to do it again before the season starts, by the way. Because well, then you can compare it after you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or even if you go team by team, and then once you get to that other team, if you see that they played them, then you mark it as whatever you put on that first team. It would suck. It would be hard to do, but. That's hard to do on paper. Well, think about, yeah, because you got 32 sheets. It'd be a lot. But anywho, next. Next, who we got? The New Orleans Saints, eight and a half. And as a diehard fucking Falcons fan, under. I'm pounding the under. Under. Seven and ten, nigga. That, no. Give me seven and ten. I don't like their schedule. Give me that seven and ten special. Let me let me pull up I their think, schedule. I think with Dennis Allen as the coach, they you can't did, coach. He, he, this he's is not going to be a good NFL coach. Honestly, talent-wise, they got better. I think. Yeah. They added the honey badger. They dra- drafted Olave. And they signed Jarvis Landry. They did add more. And Jameis Winston is somebody I like. But same. Something don't seem right about that. Hey, let's go through the first schedule. Of all, first of all, they swept Tampa two years in a row. Not having They're getting swept this year. So those are two losses that they normally haven't had over the last two seasons. So they Pull went they went nine and eight last year. So that means if they had got swept by Tampa last year, they would have been seven and ten, which is about where I kind of have them. They're going to be about the same team they've been that they were last year, even with the additions. Jameis will be Jameis. He's going to be up and down. It's going to be some weeks he's great, other weeks he's bad. Then they're going to have a game where it potentially is a shootout and they just lose. I mean, and then there's – you can't – and you've got to account for – even what I said with the Falcons game, I like the Falcons week one. And that may be a little homer in me, but I just think that – there are just certain games that it doesn't really matter what the records are. There's always a chance. And I think that what would be a better way for Arthur Smith to shove it at the writers, at the AJC, the athletic, all these places to come out and win week one, even if we only do win four or five games, it just seems like, and and, and it's something that will get, 
people aren't going to really get behind a team, but it will be a satisfying victory for diehards like us. Our teens, our teens in early 20s were a good time. <laughs> they were. They were. Hell of an era, which we, that is still on the docket too. Yeah, but it, it's, bro, that, that is be a legendary. Let's be real. We're yeah. probably not doing that till after football season now. No, no, we've got to get it done. I know that we're, there's going to be, hell, man, if we got to do two shows in one week. Well, you look here. <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. Because we can do an hour football show. In reality, we can do if it's just straight football before basketball season, and as long as like the Braves aren't in postseason, we can do an hour football show, and then another day do a two-hour show on that. You're right. Uh, we should probably work on that show when we're together next weekend. Let's do it. Next. Um, yeah, you know what? I don't want to go through the Saints schedule. Fuck them. Uh, who we got next? We got the New York football giants under We're both pounding the under here, baby. Seven and a half <laughs> under me, please. Let's go to the Jets. Five wins. Give me five wins. <laughs> Give me five wins uh, under. Yeah. You know, and I think day ball might be all right for them, but like it's roster. They're, they're just, they're going to have to move on from Daniel Jones and it'll be too late. And Tyrod isn't really going to be winning them games either. So uh, under next. Of course, because we're on New York, the next New York team, the Jets. Five and a half. They have been the most popular over bet in Vegas, literally. I believe it, but I still go under. Five is just such a perfect number for them, too. I got about five and a half. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, the five, bro. It's just, I think they're gonna they're gonna be in a lot of games. They're just gonna lose them. I, and I'm with. Mm, I can see six and eleven. I, I mean, just, they drafted, I just can't bet over after the guys. Like they actually got the guys. The question is, how impactful are the rookies? Like, can you really? Could you really go to the book right now and and actually be like, give me the over? Give me the no. Give me the Jets over at three hundred. Like, like you know what I mean? Like a, a fifty hundred dollar bet, easy. Who cares? Seventeen football games. I'm in the casino. How many times do I really want to take money line jets? Probably not more than five times. Bro. So I'll take the under. I'll take the under. <laughs> when, I, when I went through each game in a vacuum, four wins on the Jets. Your favorite team this season, the Philadelphia Eagles, nine and a half. My favorite. Well, the Ravens are, but but they're they're clearly your one of your NFC. You think yes. Jalen Hurts is about to do work. Philadelphia yeah. Eagles, nine and a half. I'm going to take the under because I think that they win eight games. Give me the over. I got about 12. What a big discrepancy. That's four games. That means that, that, means that if, if this were uh, uh, the Electoral College, that means that you've got four states flipping. <laughs> like Biden did it. He did. <laughs> he flipped Georgia. And guess what? I bet they flip the fuck right back, depending on who he goes against. Well, it depends. If, if Stacey Abrams is in office, I don't think that we can find those votes that she found. <laughs> I, that's going to depend on if she wins. I mean, I we'll see. 
We'll see. But uh, hey, hey, I like Bassa. Bassa back again. Stacey Abrams. I would love to. I'm willing to bet hundred dollars that Stacey Abrams at homecoming this year. Absolutely. Do you think we could sell Bassa hats back again, Stacey Abrams? What would we rename it though to say what? Back again, Stacey Abrams. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can we make sure that they're red? I like it. I know she would want it to be like blue or blue in general, but no, we could really do the blue and with the Spellman thing to it. You know, like a like a Make America Great Again hat, but then it just is B A, and then the S is the Spellman S. Hey, we're going to pick this up next week. Yeah. Next team. Next team. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers, seven and a half. I almost – I have to take the under because I think seven wins is appropriate. I know you said you had the over for that whole division. Yeah. I and, got I, and I know I'm wrong here. One Somebody's going to just be bad. Record. I like them to have, go seven and ten. I like them to win more games than I want Julian Turner's team to win next year. But, you know. They won nine last year and sneaked into the playoffs – and the question is, it, how big of an upgrade is Trubisky from Ben? And it's not just – obviously, f- physically and just talent-wise, he's better than that. But, like, he's, I still, think, he's still a clumsy-ass quarterback, too. That's why he was a backup, and that's why he's not the starter in Chicago. So I, I think whoever wins that job, whether it's Trubisky or it's Pickett, because Pickett got some first-team reps this week, I think that they open up – parts of the offense that Matt Canada could not do with Ben because Ben just wouldn't do it. Well, both of them are going to be more mobile today, but you got the leadership. I don't think yeah. Ben's leadership was, is, is what we thought well, it was. I, I think well, it was he's my still team. The leader of that team. I mean, him and Tomlin, I mean, those were the guys leading the charge and it does count for something. I, I think leadership, like Carson Wentz, d- to me, didn't have leadership in Andy, even as a first-year guy. But based on everything coming out of Andy camp, Matt Ryan's leading. Like, he's the he's already the leader. Him and Darius Leonard. Well, yeah. Now he's Shaq Leonard. But Are he's Shaq Leonard now? He changed. Well, his middle name is Shaq, and he says he claims that's what he's been called his whole life, that everybody always calls uh, him. You're Darius Leonard's son. You know, there's three. You know what? I take that back. He's Shaq. Because even Taylor isn't elite. I don't think he's the leader on that team. Quentin Nelson, maybe, too. But like, Matt Ryan. Bro, running backs aren't leaders rarely. They're rarely the leaders of the team. Matt Ryan's on the Colts last year. They went 11 games. I think leadership counts. And so, yeah. But we're going to, I'm going under. You're going over on Pittsburgh. Next. Let's go next. A team that you're pounding the over on for whatever reason. Who? San Francisco 49ers, nine and a half. Give me the under. I like eight or nine wins. I like 13 or 14. I know. That's what I said. I said, you're pounding it. You're running up there. You you can't stop. If somebody trips you, you might fucking do a flip and keep running. Bro, I, I'm 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 Lamar Odom in a brothel right now for San Francisco. Oh man. Give me more. That's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty bad. I know that can Shit can get sticky, right? Well, I, die, I die on this bet. <laughs> Give me the under. Next, uh team that I'm going to assume we both have the under, Seattle Seahawks five and a half. I'm yeah. taking the under. I don't Pound see it. how can they get over five. Pound it. They might. Now, 
somebody put in the group that somebody did a bet at MGM plus 500 Falcons win no division games. They put two grand on it to win 10K. This would be a much better one. Seattle, Seattle not winning a game in their division. That sounds a lot more likely. And Pete, because the Falcons, here's the thing there's another bad team in our division. The Falcons can beat Carolina, and we have been swept by the Saints, but like for the most part, it's always a split. I mean, if you look at our overall records, uh, the Falcons still lead the overall series by, I think, a game or two. So, like, there's always typically a split. Like, every other year, there's a split between us and them, but typically, we don't get swept by the Panthers. No. Think about it. Even when they went 15-1, and one, who's the one? Us. Exactly. So, so I don't see how we get swept. Seattle this year easily could get swept. So, we're not going to spend that much more time. Uh, another team that we're very – we're both running up to take the over, and this is the – I think it's the highest over-under. Let me see. They're the second highest over-under, and they're literally my two Super Bowl teams. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 11 and a half. Give me the over. Run it over. Give me the over. Give me the over. I just – any no, time what they, what they used to say, enough said. <laughs> any, well, any, if this thing goes under, there's some problems there too. <laughs> like, you got to really look at this. This thing goes under 11 and a half, there's a problem. Yeah. Tennessee Titans. Wow. Too much respect in Vegas. Oh, my goodness. Too much respect. Give me the under. And under. I, I'm going to be honest. I think they suck next year. 11. Yeah, six and a I think that they're in more games than we're giving them credit, but Ryan Tannehill fucking is garbage, and their top receiver is a rookie, and we don't know who the number two guy is. Give me the under. under. I know Austin Hooper's the tight end, though, but what does that mean? He didn't do shit in Arizona, so that's why they got Zach Ertz, because his ass fucking sucked. <laughs> so give me the under. Uh, and the final team, a team we really don't give a fuck about, but we're going to both take the under, the Washington Commanders, seven and a half, under. Seven or six tops. Hell, maybe even five. I gave him four. Oh, wow. You're just being disrespectful. Fuck them. You're being very disrespectful, sir. Who we got next? That, are we done? That is. They, Washington is the last team. So, you know, normally I'd read through each one of these, but I'm not going to. So I'm, I'm actually going to clip this one for YouTube, and I'll put what each of us put uh, for each team. It's going to take a long time for me to do that because that's like work. We'll make it. We'll get but we'll get it done. You want to transition to these awards? Yeah, I feel like, you know, it sucks. I feel like we're almost going to have to do the college football preview next week too. You want to do the college preview later? Because I didn't do my awards research the way I wanted to because I went to the gym after work today. It depends. How much time do you want to spend on the college preview? Because I feel like that's going to take. You know what? Let's 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 commit to college next week. Like, because yeah. I still haven't done my conference map. Like, the wife was like, you know, you need to erase your whiteboard in the office or the stuff's going to stick on there. I go, we haven't done that topic yet. <laughs> and, and and I know that she understands. And she was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, right. You know how this, is, how this shit goes. Let me pull up the awards odds real quick on here. Okay. Uh, talk so we don't have dead air unless you want me to play some elevator music or something. No, we've got some great great air time here but just because we've got plenty of betting that's getting ready to come up and everybody knows i love to give my two cents on that and this season we had a pretty solid year last year um 
and I'm excited to get back to doing the picks. It was really great to get that stuff out there. So actually what I'm thinking about doing for the picks this year, right, is the same with these. I'm going to just type up a spreadsheet with all of our picks because you're going to do parlay. You're going to do parlay Pete six pack, right? And I'm going to do AC's three. So I'm going to take my three bets from your six pack that I love the most. Okay. Um, it reaffirms it. Yes. So, um, I'm going to track all our bets in a spreadsheet because like I was supposed to do the homework and calculate our winning percentage or your winning percentage of la- from last year. We had, we had, there was a back-to-back period. One week I went five and one, and one of those weeks was six and oh. Yeah. I just, man, I didn't do it because that's a lot of work, but I'm going to track them throughout the season because Next year, we're looking for sponsors. Absolutely. FanDuel, DraftKings, MGM. MGM, you name it. Fox Bet. already in bed with you guys. I mean, you know, you already spent your money. a few times. Now, look, I'm not a bisexual man. I've been fucked, but I also fucked them. So, you know, it went both ways. Hey, you know what? That's that's what life's supposed to be about. From MGM, I was pitching and catching. You know, sometimes my wife, she gets she she gets the best out of me and she takes advantage of me. And some days, daddy's in there. Yeah. He's cooking. Yeah. And and then you just hold a commanding lead for a minute, and then eventually you get caught slipping, and then you're like, oh no. <laughs> like, well, you're like, oh yes, but like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it it's like some of those days, and he's like, oh we. Didn't know you was bringing. Didn't know you bring your A game today. I was expecting all the two minute nut, nut to where you're not even satisfied. Like I mean, there, I'm. There's probably some satisfaction on that end, but you're like, oh. I wish I, I could have done more today. Like, like, yeah, like I, I, I wanted, like I wanted more from you. Like I want to give you more today for my own satisfaction. But you satisfied me so well that I'm defeated. <laughs> you win. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I tell you what. You give me a little bit of time, and I'll. I can, I promise I won't go to sleep either. <laughs> I, I don't make that promise because Yeah. <laughs> don't let it be a post pod night and I've been right. in here drinking. Oh yeah, once I'm asleep. Cause no, actually the worst. The worst is when you think you're gonna have the whiskey dick and it still goes quick. Yeah. And yeah. you're like you wanna know, and I don't smoke like that, but that is typically it's odd enough. That's when it's just easy for me, like easier. Here, that's an off pod conversation. Yeah, 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 it is, it is, it is. Okay, so no, let's go to awards MVP. So what I put in the group is three picks, then one long shot. Okay. Let me find me a sheet of paper I can write this stuff. I know last week, obviously, we gave ours without looking at the odds. But probably said Lamar or Herbert. You did. I took Brady. I think that he just rides off in the sunset. Super Bowl MVP and uh, Super Bowl MVP. I think he gets the uh, the triple crown. All right. So you got Brady. Who else you got? Brady at plus eight hundred. Okay. Josh Allen, of course, is one of the. You know, he's got to be a favorite. Plus 650, he is the favorite. Okay. And just for the hell of it, because he's just always in it. Now, I tell you what, I won't do him 
only because I don't think they're going to do that. But Pat Mahomes was who I was going to say, but throw Justin Herbert in just because he's everybody's favorite. What is he? Herbert is uh, he's fifth at plus 900. Okay. Or not, yeah, plus 900. Okay. So I'm going Lamar at plus 2200. Okay. I'm going to give you some Brady action at plus 800. Okay. You just can't bet on Aaron. I think that's a dumb bet. Well, and then I'm going to go, I'm honestly going to go Herbert at plus 900. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of built off of my standings as well. All right. And then we're going to do these long shots. Yeah, give me your long shot. I want to have fun with this. I want to be realistic too. But I'm thinking long shot for MVP. It's two names that just popped in my head, and one of them is a defensive player. Aaron Donald, just because he's that's the only thing he needs to accomplish. Let's see. LP did it. He might have his best season ever this year, just for the fuck of it. I just want to let you know. Um, damn, did I miss him? No. Trevor Lawrence has better odds than Aaron Donald. I can't even because he's a defensive player. I understand why. Well, no, they got Khalil Mack has better odds uh, than Garoppolo and Pickens. Aaron Donald's at that plus 15,000. Okay. He was who I was thinking. And then just because this is a Falcons fan podcast, we're going to throw Matt Ryan. We are all here to do what Falcons do. Look at that. Can you give Matt Ryan some love? Yeah, man. What are his odds? Plus 8,000. Look, he's got the team around him. I just the issue with him is that they're going to run the ball up. Like it'll, I think it'll be a balanced offense. I think it'll be 50-50, But I know they're going to jump. Taylor's not going to run the ball as much. He's as not he getting eighteen hundred yards. Year. Yeah, he's so, not getting seventeen hundred yards. But I don't even. I don't even know if my long shot's a true long shot. Depends is Jalen Hurts at plus twenty five hundred a, a long shot? I think so because he's not a can't. He's not a. Most people wouldn't consider him a true can't. If you put a thousand dollars on it, you're winning twenty five k. So Jalen Hurts is my long shot, and again, that's based on what I think that team does. And, and if you bet a thousand dollars on something and it doesn't return you ten thousand uh, plus in something like this, then it's a long shot, in my opinion. Okay, so now we got OPOY. Uh, last week, who did I pick? I picked Lamar. And typically, these awards do go hand in hand, but even last year they didn't because I think Cooper Cup did win it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Lamar. Okay. Uh, I throw I'll throw another one in there. Jamar Chase. Okay. Um, and I'll have to throw Tom Brady just because I picked him to win MVP. So, like I said, a lot of times that award does go hand in hand. So, Tom Brady. All right. So, I'm going Brady. I'm going to go. Oh, let me write this down. Oh, it's down. Lamar's, Lamar's plus 2,200. Chase is. 
plus thirty three hundred. Okay, they're and, all long shots then. And Brady is gotta be about the same. Plus, plus thirty three hundred too. Wow. So I got Brady plus thirty three hundred. I'm going Jet Jefferson uh, at plus sixteen hundred. Okay. That, I think that what that offense is going to look like, it's going to look a bit, a little bit different and, be, and more friendly. And I think his numbers, his numbers, are just as great, but his team's production is going to be high enough for him to. Because you know, I had him at what nine, nine to eleven. If they get yeah. to eleven, that's legit. And then I threw uh, King Henry on there, and his comeback at plus twelve hundred. Oh, he's that's a good one. That is a good one. And he's my comeback player pick. And, I, and I'll tell you, my King Henry goes against what I think they'll do as a team. Yeah, because they're not going to be good. I don't think they'll be good, but, but the stats will be there. If they are good, it's going to be because he kills it. And I'd give him $100, you know? For Who's sure. your long shot? Oh, boy. I have to think of a team I know is going to be productive or a team that's not going to be productive, but the guy's just going to go off because he can. Give me a second. Oh, I'm cheating. I got long shot, CD Lamb. Long shot, CD. Let me see if I can find CD. Plus six thousand. Long shot, CD Lamb. So I'm gonna double down and cheat on this pick, right? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go long shot. Jalen Hurts at plus four thousand. Okay. And I'll tell you, my audible mention will be Russell Wilson at plus four thousand. Okay, and, that's fair. And again, it's a long shot because I don't think that for Russell, I don't think Denver is going to put up the production necessary for he, him. He, I don't he, think they're going to win enough games for him to get it. But if they if they do win the games, he's in that conversation. Honorable mention for me then. Okay, one Devonte Adams. I thought about that one. I'm forget well because we're forgetting that we like the Raiders, and he's going to be a big part of why that team is going to be so good. He doesn't have long shot odds though. He's plus fourteen hundred. But it's a lot. Mention regardless. <laughs> I still think it's a decent like long shot though. I don't. I don't see that. Yeah. DPOY. I'm gonna open this with. Well, come on. We both are throwing Aaron Donald. So let's yeah, get. Yeah, DPOY. Like I don't even have a good guess, dude. Like. I do. Uh, I mean, Khalil Mack. Probably might be at, on your list because of him getting with Boston. The thought is he's the better pass rusher, right? So you're gonna put Khalil somebody's in yours? Get, somebody's getting double teamed. So you putting Khalil in yours? Khalil, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go basically go. Uh, what do you call it? In spades. Board. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go yeah, I'm going board with my D, DPOY favorites. Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack. Uh, and I'm missing the D, a DB, and it's not Jalen Ramsey. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. It's not. Uh, it's not Diggs. I'm missing out. Who's the best corner in the NFL now? Just depends on who you ask. JC Jackson. Mm-mm. That's uh, not thinking though. Xavier Howard. Mm-mm, not him either. Um, Jalen Ramsey. Give me a second. Give me a second. Me? <laughs> Give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, well, while you're looking it up, my three are going to be Aaron Donald, 
Uh, Micah Parsons and TJ Watt. Parsons is a pretty good pick. Uh, Aaron Donald. Ooh, he got some risky odds. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, he doesn't. Never mind. I just can't read. You got eighty at six fifty. You got Khalil Mack at plus twenty eight hundred. Ooh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't want to throw a corner in as the guy. We are just going over probably who the favorite is. Uh, Miles Garrett. Yep, that's gonna be that's me going board. He here at Mac and uh, don't. Those are my. Those are the, those. So are Mac. Favorites. So Mac's the one that's not up there because he's at plus twenty eight hundred. He is tied with Chase Young. Get the fuck out of here. I think it's because those guys are. It's just gonna be a matter of who gets off to a better start because. One guy, you're not going to really be able to double-team that. And so – I just don't think Chase Young deserves to be in these conversations because he looks the part, but he, he has, has not given us the production. Who's your long shot? There's two guys I'm thinking about, and they're both corners. Okay, I went corner with one of mine. Okay, so Marlon Humphrey – Ooh, and, I like that and, one. and Denzel Ward. Humphrey Ward. All right. So let me see if I can find their odds real quick. Making me dig deep. Marlon Humphreys, you could argue, is the best player on the Ravens defense. So, Marlon Humphreys is plus 10,000. 2,000? 10. Oh, super long then. <laughs> He's a corner. And let's see. Denzel Ward. Highest paid corner in NFL history as of today. Plus 10,000. Okay. I'm going Jair Alexander plus uh, 6,000. Packers corner. I think they're going to have one of the better defenses in the league. And the offense offense is not going to look as great, and they're still going to win 13 games. You're fucking tripping about that. 13 wins. I don't know about that. (laughs) Hey, man. I get it. Hey, it's your picks. Let's see what we got next. What we got next? Oh, do you care about the rookie awards? I really yeah. don't. Let's do it. I, I look, we'll cut it. We'll cut this one down. One, give me one. Give me one and a long one, shot. One long, one high. Yeah, I, 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 I can't give the rookies. So, you know what's interesting about offense this year? Because there were no quarterbacks, you really aren't going to really take one of them. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, know we're like gonna that. go. We're gonna go bored with this one too. Give me Drake London. Yeah, he's Fuck. hey, he's Fuck. number he's he's number two uh, plus eight hundred. Fuck it, give me Drake London. So, I went receiver as well. I went George Pickens. Good call. He seems like he might be longer though. Oh we. But good call. No, good call. I I I'm think just- that he's. I know it sounds crazy because of Claypool. I think he's the number one receiver at the start of training camp next season. So that's just my opinion. I think Claypool I think Pickett's to Pickett, Pickett to Pickens is going to be a thing in Pittsburgh. I don't think they're the long shot. I, I got my long shot. I don't even know if he's a real long shot, but it's hard with the rookies. Well, because you got to remember who got drafted. And so – well, and my, you look my, at the, my, this is my long shot, Brees Hall. 
Brees Hall is plus 900. Mm. I mean, I, I think our long shots should be on what we actually think they'll do versus what their odds are, right? Because my long shot is James Cook. He's at plus 1,400. Well, what's uh? I'd have to see what I'd have to see what you're looking at because I don't know what the odds are. What are what are uh, I'm on uh, Vegas Insider. Okay, Vegas Insider. Uh, Brees Hall at plus nine hundred. Okay, hold on. I just pulled it up. So Pickett's the favorite. That's interesting. I mean, I get it. He's the quarterback, but yeah, I'm not picking Desmond Ritter. I ain't either. He's I want to give you a long. Match. I want to actually give you a legit long shot. Then you like you try to find one. I don't think there is one. Jamison Williams at plus sixteen hundred is considering he's on the lines, and I like the lines this year. And I think that he could easily be wide receiver one. Give me Jamison Williams then. Okay. It's not a bad one. Let's see. Let's see. Defensive rookie of the year. Give me Kyle Hamilton. Okay, he's in Baltimore, right? Yep. Hold and on. I pick him because their defense is actually going to be good. So what he does is going to be amplified. Okay, That's hold on. Plus 900. Here, I'm pulling that up now. All right. Uh Oh, wait, it's on the same page. Okay, so... See, Hutchinson's the favorite. My long shot's not going to be a great long Fuck shot. It, why not? We'll, we'll stick with the Georgia boy. Give me Quay Walker. Okay. I like Quay. So my long shot, not a great long shot. I'm going to go Nicobe Dean at plus 2,000. You don't like Quay? No, no, no. I'm not against it. I, I He's a pass rusher. So I I, I, I think that's a, that's a good pick. It is. And even though he has no fucking chance of winning, uh, I'm going to ride the Georgia wave. And technically, he's a long shot, even though he's in the top, whatever. Give me Jordan Davis. I thought about Jordan Davis, but he's a tackle. Man. Like He is, but, man, let's say that he – It's he really, hard to – say he really closes that middle up this year. Unless he adds like four or five sacks. So – Hey, so comeback player, are we all are we just going Derrick Henry? Yes. Yeah, that's who I think is gonna win. Yeah, we're not it, gonna... it, it, and and the only other person I would consider is James Wilson. King Henry at plus three fifty. What about uh C Mac at plus seven hundred? No, I won't touch it. Baker at plus nine hundred? No, I'm not touching that either because they're not gonna win enough games. Daniel Jones? <laughs> Next, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> Coach of the year. This is always a good one. Give me Dan Campbell. God damn it. Because if I think that Detroit's making the playoffs, I don't see how he doesn't win Coach of the Year. Dan Campbell at plus 1,600. He is tied for second. Really? Yeah, I'm going Nick Sirianni at plus 1,800. Wow, he's wow, he's tied for a second. Are you on? You're on Vegas Insider. Yeah. Hold on, let me look at this. And I'm looking at it. Who could you? I'm trying to find a long shot here. 
And who oh boy, who I cannot <laughs> believe that he's tied for second. I mean, I can, but I can't. Um, all right, so Dan Campbell, long shot, just because of how good their record should be. Give me Todd Bowles. I'll take I'll take our former Morehouse uh, defensive coordinator. Plus twenty eight hundred. So I'm gonna go with somebody in that same neighborhood. Uh, the guy actually right above. I'm gonna go John Harbaugh plus twenty five hundred. Okay, that's fair. Because they go fourteen wins. Happen, yeah. If they go plus, if they go fourteen wins, he gets he gets to be in that conversation. Yeah. Uh, let me see what else we got. What else we got? Uh, that's it. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about bets on? Comeback defensive. Yeah, we've hit them all. We hit all the awards. Do you care about rushing title? I don't. Russian who? Russian oh. title. Well, if we think Derek wins comeback, good chance he might leave. Yeah. Russian. Some spice on Henry at the Russian rushing uh Henry at rushing title. I tell you what. When this could just be kind of a bonus, do you think that any type of record is broken this season? And I know that's a lot to think about because it's just like, well, what are the records, right? But let like, me let me see uh, passing yards record because that's what I think could get broke in a season. And we're talking obviously, see, because well, anything that's career will like, for instance, we know for the most part, LeBron probably. If passes Kareem. Yeah, he passes Kareem this year. Like that's like a given, right? I so the odds on that though. Because Peyton threw for five thousand four hundred seventy-seven yards. Brady wasn't that far behind last year. And um Josh Allen is the only person that I think has a chance to actually do it. Yeah, so Brady was last year, Brady was a hundred and sixty yards short. Josh Allen is the only person I think that has an actual chance of doing it. I think that with Tampa, it's hard to think that Brady posts another career high again. Like, I just don't see that. Josh Allen has the chance because even though they have James Cook, the offense is still – it's still a pass offense, and he's going to run himself. So, like – What about Justin Herbert? He threw for 5,014 last year. It's set up because his his running back is honestly probably the yeah he's such a good receiver like so that's I would I'm not I wouldn't be mad at anyone that thought that and lastly what about uh Russell Wilson finally getting the offense built around him and not around uh, the run game allegedly no they've got two running backs because even Melvin Gordon being the backup. Bro, Monta Williams is, was really good at UNC, and he did show flashes. I don't see him throwing for that many yards. Bro, My, Russell, I think not because Peyton Manning broke that record in Denver. I'm trying to think: does the altitude have anything to do with balls in the air? I'm sure it does. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> I think Russell Wilson is going to be the same Russell Wilson that he was in Seattle when they were winning. And he's gonna be he's gonna be mad about it, but he's not gonna talk loud about it because the way that roster is constructed, they're going to run the hell out of Javante Williams. Well, at the rookie, he had nine hundred yards, and Melvin Gordon is good. Still, like, yeah, he's still productive. 
And um, and what their head coach Nathaniel Hackett, he comes out of the Shanahan McVay system. Like he's a Lafleur guy. Like he he's gonna run the ball first. And I think Russell has enough clout to try to bully him early. But once that shit ain't working, we're well, like, know, hey man, you know he's due, he's due for another contract again. They still didn't he didn't sign his extension, and that was a part of the trade. Well, them getting them, the thought is that they're gonna commit. But they also, but of course, he wants fifty million dollars a year, and if they don't give it to him, the Atlanta Falcons will. So, and he wants it fully guaranteed. He wants it. He I want it fully guaranteed. I want you to think. Of, no, it's dead ass seriously. I want you to think about that. Sierra wants to be a new. The Giants will do it too, and so yeah. he's got. He's gonna have options after this season. He will have options if they don't want to pay him. The Falcons. He'll say go birds. And I think it. Exactly. What we see in this nigga Russ do the fucking dirty bird. I swear to God, he'll bring it back. Hey, with, with March Madness playing in the background, just because. I bet money Tigger doesn't fucking touch futures records if they sign Russ and, and Arthur Blank tells him not to. I bet y'all walk down there and say, Tigger. You know I'm right there by Tigger. I, I bet. I bet. I tell you what. I bet that uh, if they play any futures in instrumental strictly. Because he did, he even though it's his song, he gets Metro Boomin gets that credit, Bro, Southside gets that credit. I, I don't that credit. I don't want to think about having to root for Russell Wilson. I would love it with what we. I have. mean, I would. I, now, just seriously, look at the offense. Now we got to figure out running back and see if Algier is gonna be maybe something. But I just just bear with me. Calvin Ridley says, "I want to be a Falcon." Drake London has the type of season where why he's the number he's second in odds. You get those two guys. You got Kyle Pitts at tight end. You you gotta have enough money to not just pay for a quarterback but more. Some of your defensive picks hit half hit half don't. You sign one guy that's a name on defense and a couple of just good mid level signs, and the O line's okay. Your playoff team, Brady's out. Brady retires. You're you're probably a playoff team. You might win the division. Look here, with 10, 10 and seven, you can win the division. They brought in Lewis Hamilton for a reason, and it had nothing to do with his money. So, he's a cool guy to be a part of the franchise. You know what they're doing here. The, I, I, I don't even want to think about the idea of Russell Wilson, not because I shit on Russell Wilson, but because. I know having him on our team would make me too happy, and I I don't like blue balls. Well, I'm trying to think. Hey, didn't Lewis Hamilton? No, he didn't date. Well, first of all, a Lewis Hamilton's a NASCAR driver in the South, so it, it was a good move. Probably right. do that. Whatever, he's a driver, and white people love drivers, and so. That is their family, so they could at least get the white people back in. They're like, all right. I mean, he's at Denver. Oh, Lewis Hamilton. That's part of the ownership group that bought Denver. Oh. Yeah. And you know, all the celebrities hang out with him. Yeah, he's like the most popular. Jordan. Ron Brady. I want you to think about when Michael Jordan is taking pictures with motherfuckers. What that means. That means you cool as hell. Michael Jordan, nigga, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is like the coolest person ever, even maybe if he we, ain't cool. Maybe we can get uh, what's the uh, black NASCAR driver's name? 
because he signed Bubba it. Watson. Mm-mm, that's the golfer. You're it's right. Bubba though. Bubba something. Wallace. I was close, man. Yeah, you were. You were. Black man named Bubba. And he signed a team. He's Team Jordan, fucking in NASCAR. Yeah. Noose and all. <laughs> and he drives a Toyota Super. And he's from Mobile, Alabama, so he's relatively close to home being here. He's the closest pro team to his home. Let's get Bub on board, baby. We need to. Hey, man, so, yo, we're closing out at two and a half hours. I think this is good for us. Considering the last episode. Or, yeah, the last one. Yeah. It's three and six. We had to split thing into two. Hey, man. I'm going to see you in like a week. You got big what? stuff coming next week, guys. Yeah, hey, for that, what, what are we drinking at night? I feel like it has to be celebratory. They, I'll get some good stuff. I got to get uh, the guest. I'm going to figure out what it is exactly he wants. And whatever I guess it is he wants. And then I'm, I'll get some good stuff. I feel like it's gonna be sitting on a table, like kind of like I hate to compare it to drink champs because you don't like drink champs. I don't like Nori as an interviewer. I think he I talks too much. Is a, I think it's the best hip hop one. I like it better than No Jumper. Oh well, you know how I feel about Adam Twenty Two and his Man, porn star. That's a wild dude. I didn't even know that his girl was a porn star and that he fucks. Yeah, other, other porn stars. No, is that not? I'm sorry. He and I'll say this. I don't his show is whatever, but like that shit is a game changer. The fact no, that- no, it's a swaggy game changer. I just know stuff like that is not acceptable in hip hop culture. Like, bro, if me and you are out here with our dick all over the internet, not even on OnlyFans, like out here where you can just Google it. Hip hop culture, black culture don't ride behind that, but they let the white boy do it. Exactly. And that's, and that's my issue. Well, he's the only one that can get away with it. I guess. Him or MGK or something. Yeah. Guys like that. Yeah, but yeah, we'll talk about the setup. Um, we'll probably have uh cordless mics. That uh, that was gonna be my next question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'll provide the mics. Um, am I good to tell him that time? I'll come yeah, that that should be good. Okay. I'll All right, confirm, just to make sure that he's he was he was down with either war. Okay. I'll confirm and say, hey, this is going to be the time instead of because I gave him the option to either. I just wanted to know his preference. And he said he's with whatever. All right, bet. Yeah, let's go with that Friday night. Okay. All right. Hey, good talking to you, man. Hey, another fantastic show in the books. All right, Doc. All right, we'll catch it next time. Yeah. We the 